Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half this time, and I'm a duo. My name is Steve. We are dynamic. We really are. Sometimes we kind of mess up, and then we don't give you a show, and then we're not so dynamic. But most of the time, we're pretty freaking dynamic. Wouldn't you agree, Steve? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Sometimes we have a little bit of a, uh, a hiccup, a bump in the road, if you will, which is exactly why we didn't have a show last week. But anyway, that's last week. Welcome to this week. My name is Dan. Welcome to Heroes of Noise, episode 150. What is happening, everybody? How are you feeling, Dan? How you doing? You got your emergency coffee? You're feeling I, good. It looks good. It looks like a venti. Emergency coffee, Steve. Well, you got to bring that up. I was just telling you. See, let me explain. Yes. I told Steve I need 10 extra minutes because I got to go get emergency coffee. What that meant was we ran out of coffee. But you took it. You, you did the Steve thing and you took it too far, Steve. Emergency. It's OK. It wasn't an emergency. I mean, no one was on fire. I didn't have to put anyone out with the coffee. But when you need it, you need it. You know what I mean? You do, and I can't believe you ran out of coffee. Like, I do not run out of coffee in this house. Like, I see you getting low, and I'm like, well, time to go get more. Yeah, it just requires me to go outside, and sometimes I don't like to do that, oh, Steve. Oh, that's, you know what, that's true. Yeah, that I don't like outside anymore. It's okay, but it's it's not my favorite. Kind of played I'm, out. You do, I'm forever not going to, like, my thing, this is my new life, dude. I love it. This is what I was built for. Yeah, this is totally tailor-made for you. Oh. There's no argument there whatsoever. <laughs> it is per- like, people are like, hey, you want to come over? Oh, I would. But, you know, zombie apocalypse and such. I love that you're still, you're really dedicating yourself to the zombie apocalypse. That's what it's going to be called. Yes. When you get older, you're going to talk about the zombie apocalypse. Your grandkids aren't, your great-grandchildren aren't going to know what the hell you're talking about. Bingo. Oh, damn. Grandpa lost it. There's no yeah, zombies. They're going to think it was the zombie apocalypse. They're gonna think, Maybe. I mean, here's my question. I mean, will they even know what it is? Are we going to stop making zombie? No, we're not. We're not. They're going to know what a zombie apocalypse is. We're, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to run out of zombie movies, dude, to answer your question. The worst zombie movies are still great to watch. That's why, man. So what's your life, man? How is your life? My life is fan freaking tastic. I woke up, uh, you know, um, you know, did my thing, uh, sat here waiting for Dan to get home from his emergency freaking coffee. Took so long. It just took so long. Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) Hey, what did you get a black coffee? Uh, yeah, it's well, it's an Americano. So, yes. I think I'm going to get a cappuccino machine, G. Cappuccino. See, I don't, I, you, you know what, sorry, I know we're doing some video right now, but I'm talking to you, but I'm multitasking here, and I apologize about that. Yeah, you know, I, I just think that the uh, the cap, the cappuccino, it's a lot, don't you think? It is, but it also makes you focus on what you're doing. You can't just walk away. You can, but you really got to focus on making a good cup of cap uh, a good cappuccino i need to start doing that instead of just like putting the the freaking uh keurig and just walking away sometimes it gets to room temp dude i am so impressed with my new modem that i got i'm sorry i'm listening to every word you're saying but like i was trying to get the ipad ready for sounds and stuff there it is see that it was like offline it's because i changed my wi-fi right yes now i know this isn't gonna like impress anyone but I, I have old shit for a very long time. And then when I get new stuff, I get super impressed. Yeah. So we got the new modem. We're going double the internet speed now. So I don't think that's going to be a problem anymore with the, you know, with the lag, the robot, if you will. Yes. Not with but you at least. 
So I'm I'm doing the whole yeah exactly. So I'm doing the whole Wi-Fi setup thing as you're talking to me, right? But it's like, hey, uh, you need I I changed the uh, I customized the Wi-Fi name, but I left our password the same, which is a you know one a crazy bunch of uh, numbers and letters and all that kind of stuff. And my phone was like, hey, your iPad needs it, and it sent it over to it. I thought that yes, was pretty freaking that. cool, dude. Yes. Or scary, Absolutely. one of the two. Now I'm sorry, no, I didn't mean to, to you know to get off track here, but uh, so you got a new modem and router. No, just a uh, just a modem. Well, the modem and router are the one and the same, yeah? No, the modem is the thing that you hook up to your TV and the router hooks up to that. It's the thing with the antenna that send out the... Well, I got the one that handles the internet is the one I got, sir. I mean, both of them technically handle the internet. Yeah, well, I got the good one. How's that? Okay, <laughs> I don't know, man. Good, Dude good. was at my house for a long time. Oh, he had to the, rewire so everything. A, okay, well, then no, you got a modem. That means you got like there... He, he, was from like AT and T. Yes, he was. Yes. Okay, yeah, you got a modem. I got so a it's new pretty router. Nice. Yeah, that's that's. Let me. I mean, look, dude. Have you noticed that your you know your TV looks better or? No, no. This is actually the first the the first thing I'll ever need to try out because this is always where I had the trouble was with bandwidth and video. Hey, how are you loving? Look at your high tech now, Dan. I'm getting there. You're Baby high steps. freaking tech, dude. That Baby is steps. amazing. That's dude. A, I mean, look, for some reason, it's it, you're, there's a wave coming your way because for some reason, everywhere I look, like even on Twitter, or even on the, I'm part of this black podcaster thing on Facebook, and everyone's getting new equipment. I feel like, here's where we started from. Look at us now. I'm like, whoa, that is that stimulus, beautiful looking room now. It's like a full studio. Man, don't bring Dan's up the on stimmy. His way. Don't bring the stimmy up. Did you get a stimmy? What? I didn't get a stimmy, dude. Why not? I don't know. I didn't get the last stimmy either. I got the last stimmy late, uh, but I got, I gave my stimmy to Maj. I would love to give my stimmy to somebody, but it doesn't look like I'm getting a stimmy. I'm well, unstimulated. got the same stimmy though, dude, because I didn't get one. What do you mean you didn't get one? Technically, I gave it away. So we no, that's the not the one. same thing. You it's had a exactly choice. The- you were given. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it was a check or a deposit or whatever, but you were yes. given X amount of dollars, yes. fourteen hundred in this case. Or no, you were talking about the six hundred dollar one, yeah. and you just handed it off to your son, which is fantastic. I didn't even get a chance to do that, I so I'm thinking it's going to end up. One of, it's going to be one of those things where like it goes back towards your taxes or something Absolute. like that. They do have a thing there. I saw that credit. when I did my taxes. They had a thing there. Boy. Yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> I was really hoping to utilize some of the stimmy and get a new microphone. I know it's a little bit I'm, selfish. Are you sure you're not getting one? I'm pretty sure. You know how like you go on the where's my stimulus yes. website or whatever? Yeah. And is it bad when it just says nah, son? That's all it said. That's a bad one. Yeah. That's all it oh, said. Yes. So I don't think oh. it's going to happen anytime soon. I mean, this is one of those times where it's like, I guess it's because I make too much money, but I, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> wow. I kind of feel like I can't play in the reindeer games. You know what I mean? Well, you know, it's, it's a, we're in a situation. I mean, not many people could just, it's, it's, you're dope not to have gotten the stimulus, but I know that seeing other people be like, got that stimmy in my bank. You're like, dang. I just wanted to say got that stimmy on a tweet and I didn't get a chance to say it. And I'm a little <laughs> upset about this. To be with you. Hey, I just realized, homie, I didn't send you the notes. Let me just shoot those over to you real quick, sir. Yeah, so I can read them. Which It's I- on its way, sir. There it is. Got Welcome. It? Welcome to the notes. Steve, can I tell you a story? Please. So you always ask me week to week, Dan, how was your week? And what do I normally say? It was, it was good. Right. Just, eh, yeah, eh? it's fine. So something actually happened this week 
that I feel that I should share, not only with you, but with our listeners, because it involves what I do for a living. And I think I done good. I'm not patting myself 100% on the back here. I was part of a team, but let me tell you a little story. Okay, please. So I'm working last Saturday night and I get a call from upstairs in the critical care and they're like, Hey, uh, we got to bring this dude down for an MRI of his brain, right? He is intubated. He's vented, which means he's got the full on tube. He's mm-hmm. pretty much unconscious medically or medicated, I should say. And he's got pneumonia, COVID, the whole bit. So I said, okay, cool. Let's do this. And then they took a long time to come down. So we're like getting ready to leave. And it's already like within a half an hour's time of when I'm supposed to leave, which means that if they come down in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to be there for at least another hour. But I'm like, you know, the dude needs it. It's a big to do when you get a COVID patient because of the way you got to clean the room and everything. So we said, all right, let's just do this. It's just easier. We'll get it out of the way. We won't have to do it tomorrow because they would just saved it for Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, so without really getting into too much personal information, uh, I believe you know this cat. And I'm just going to say that and you can mm-hmm. figure the rest out. You're, uh, you're the eyes and ears of uh, where we work. So I think you can figure this out. So anyway, they bring this guy down and there's three ner- there's two nurses and a respiratory therapist with them. And the respiratory therapist and one of the nurses who's my homie, they're, they're cool. They're like, yeah, we need to get this done. Thanks for doing it. We're joking around. We're talking about Marvel and shit and just stupid stuff, you know, but it's a, I wouldn't say it's a damn good time, but we're, you know, it's, it's a pleasant time for what we have to do. But there's this one nurse who is like way, way, way too extreme and too intense. And she's kind of making me nervous, but in retrospect, she's the kind of nurse you want. So she tells me, she's like, um, this patient is really unstable. I don't know why they're doing this tonight, but we got to be really careful. So do you have a crash cart? I'm like, oh, that's always promising, right? <laughs> that's always promising. Yeah. When you, do you have a crash yeah. cart, but you know, we have one. So yeah, we'll go get it. So one of my coworkers goes to get it and She's just really, really intense, but we're we're doing the scan and I have to explain a couple of things. When you put a monitor, an MRI monitor on a patient and you put them into the MRI unit, at least the one that we have, you get what's called artifact. It's because the the radio frequencies and the the magnetic field is messing with it. So it Mm -hmm. gives it these really off the chart kind of undesirable look to the chart. You know what I'm saying? To the to the waves. And usually every nurse that I see, they're like, yeah, that's fine. I don't really pay attention to that so much. I know where they should be, but it's the nurse's job to do that. So I'm like, hey, are you good? They're like, yeah, I I, I don't know about good, but let's go ahead and do this. So get the patient into the room, start the scan. And it was a he's a big guy. So he's got air that's being forced into him via the vent. So he's like, (gasps) you know, he's like breathing really weird to where, you know, how if you're a big guy, your whole body moves. Right. Yeah. So I do the first scan. And MRI is not like an x-ray where you push a button and you see the image. It takes a couple of minutes to acquire the images. So the first one comes out and it's really blurry. I'm like, okay, this guy's moving around a lot, but what are you going to do? He's medicated and he's intubated. And they go, yeah, just keep going. So scanned again. And by this time now we're talking, maybe we're like seven minutes into the scan, maybe even less than that. And uh, we start talking about this and that. And like the nurse is looking at my images and he's like, oh, I can see that. Anyway, he could, it's like looking at a Rorschach sometimes yeah. for people that don't read Absolutely. that stuff. So they're like, I can think I can see this in this or like looking at a cloud or something, you know? So mm-hmm. we're, we're sort of getting off track, but I'm trying to stay focused and, but I'm laughing because of the things, the things that he's saying. And the second sequence comes up and it's still, and that's normal sometimes because you know, sometimes you move, sometimes you don't. So I'm like, okay, but it's in the back of my head, but I didn't really want to say anything yet. But I actually, I, I, I start the scan for the third one and I go, you know, that one was pretty still. Do you guys want to like check on him or anything? 
And they're like, no, no, he's he's good. We're watching the levels. But the, and I go, but the levels you said were kind of questionable. Well, he's okay. Just keep going. So the third so all the sequence. One, all of a sudden, the, this nurse is chill. No, she's not. She's pacing back and forth. Oh, there's like a, two uh, nurses there. There's two nurses. One of them, oh. ha- I know him, and he's just chill anyway. He's not like a... He's also a nurse I would want on my side. He's just more chill about it. But the other one was like super intense, walking back and forth like an expectant father, you know, <laughs> in a pregnancy. Okay, board. so she's like, or he or she is like, she was oh a lot. Yeah. yeah, she was a lot. Which you want. You want. And, yeah. It's just it would be nice if they were a little calmer about it because it was really raising the tension in the room. But in this case, she did a good thing. So the third sequence comes up and now it's just like still there's nothing. And I go, you know what? See, this is where I, I feel like I'm kind of a little bit proud of my, I don't want to pat myself on the back too much, but I'm a little proud of myself because I could have just went, yeah, so going on with these pictures, don't, this one looks like Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? I could have kept just ta- yeah. having the conversation. Yeah. Could have got lost in it and it happens all the time, but I'm like, something ain't right. I said, we should probably go in there and check it out. So myself and the intense nurse go in there and she's like, let's pull him out. You know, let me check his pulse. There's no pulse. Oh shit. There's no pulse. Hit a code. So we hit a code. Now you can't bring everything into an MRI room yes, just gets sucked to the magnet. So mm-hmm. she tries running full speed. I didn't even notice yet. Cause I'm trying to get this dude out of the room running full speed with the crash cart into the room. And I'm like, and stop. Like, Whoa. Yeah. I'm like, stop bitch. You know, <laughs> yeah. it would have been really bad. I didn't call her a bitch, but, um, so she, she stops and I bring her out, bring the patient out. And all of a sudden we got the crash cart. All the crash team is coming in. Now I have been in crash situations before, but mm-hmm. never in that particular department. So yeah, because there's so many safety things going on, I'm trying to make sure everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Because they don't know the rules yes. about your... Th- yeah, exactly. And they might so, be like, we're going to go in there and see something, though. Yeah, I need yeah. something in here. Let me go get it exactly. or whatever. And that's all it takes to cause a serious disaster. For sure, dude. And uh, like things turn into missiles if you go in there with the wrong thing. Dude, I, I remember seeing... I remember taking that little class for MRI to do your area. Mm. And uh, they had the tiny little... I was like, hey, I didn't know they had like a, an emergency button. Yeah. I was like, have you ever had to push these? Like, oh, you were like, no, no. It takes how long no, to no, reboot no. that thing? You're like, you do not push that. Yeah, well, like, if you hit oh. one of them, it quenches the magnet. It shoots a cryogen all the way up through the ceiling, and your magnet is down for like a month. Jeez. And you're probably going to get fired. If it wasn't you, necessary, you're yes. probably going to get fired. And the thing is, the, the situation you're in right now could cause a situation like that, where you're like, we got to call it. We got to, I got to, if some things turn into missiles, you're like, we got to turn it off, right? Yeah, you just that have could to. Happen and there's no like I in. should probably call my boss. You have to make that decision. Jeez. Because I mean there's been instances I don't want to get off track of the story, yeah, but yeah, yeah. there's been instances where like uh where was it at? I think it was in Dubai, maybe 3 4 years ago. This uh this it's not funny, but this patient came in and they had their own, you know how they walk around with their oxygen tanks and a uh-huh. little roller? Mm-hmm. Had that and they're like, "Well, should I bring it in?" and and they had an assistant that was helping the patient get on the table that was yes. ignorant to the process, very ignorant. And they're like, "Yeah, sure, bring it in." So I'm not exactly sure what happened, but the patient ends up getting trapped between the wall and the, um, the oxygen tank. Holy crap. dude! And the oxygen tank took a hit against the magnet, right? So it's releasing pure oxygen into the, Jeez. like right into the patient's face. Patient dies from oxygen poisoning. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and worse things have happened. I heard about a dude one time that had a, um, a money clip dudes in their money clips, but it was like stuck to his belt. Mm-hmm. And no one checked him, and he gets into the scanner and boop, loses an eye. Just shoots him right in the eye. Oh, so you no, got to be super careful. You got to yeah. be yeah, it's serious, dude. Right, right. But let me get back to the story yeah. real quick, and then we'll we'll move along. So uh, <clears throat> I'm like trying to keep people 
away from the room. But, you know, when you take an, a CPR class, they're always talking about, you know, you're going to be doing this and you're going to get tired at some point. You got to be like three, you know, like if you're going to like 30, you're like doing compressions and you're like 28, 29, switch. And then the next person will come yes. in. And okay. yes. So I was hearing that this, this guy goes up there and the, the nurse I was talking about, the chill one. And he's kind of a bigger guy and he gets tired pretty quick. And then a buddy of mine, another technologist came through and he's like this big old rip dude. Um, I'm going to give you his name. I'll tell you his name later. I know exactly what you're talking about. Bald. Yeah. 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 So he comes in and he starts doing, I'm like, okay, so apparently we all need to get a turn at this. You know what I mean? Cause I didn't want yeah. anyone getting tired. And I said, I'll screw. It's not like I wanted to be, in- I didn't want to be involved, but you want to be involved. You want to yes, be there. For the you got to handle right? your business. You got to handle that business. For. Right. Yeah. So this is where it was cool. Now I'm not saying that it has anything to do with, I guess it kind of does, but I'm not the hero of the story. Here's my point. Yes. But this was a cool experience. So, it's now my turn. I get up there and I'm going like crazy, dude, just compressing the shit out of this dude's chest. And I'm like getting tired. I'm like, hey, I need a switch. And they're like, hold on, do 30 more seconds. 30 more. You ever fought someone for like 30 seconds? Dude, 30 more seconds. That's a long ass time. Yeah. And uh, so I'm 30 seconds, dude. I'm trying to go as, as, as hard as I can. I fi- and the thing is, is that the uh, they put like this this pad underneath the patient and then one on top and it reads the heart. Yes. Or it'll read the pressure, the, the uh-huh. amount of compression you're doing. Mm-hmm. Now I was doing fine, I was told, but this thing keeps telling me press harder, press harder. I'm like, I'm such a fucking weakling in my head. I'm thinking, I'm, yeah, someone take me off of here if I'm not doing this right in my yes. head. Uh-huh. But apparently, it was right. And the the chill nurse was like, "You're doing fine. It says that. Just keep going. You're doing great." So we're getting towards the end of the 30 seconds, and then finally 30 seconds, and this nurse says, "Okay, stop. We're gonna get a pulse." And there is nothing like being the last person to hit that compression, and all of a sudden you hear. Oh, like, yes. So, you know, we all we all kind of like gave each other the fist bumps and everything. And then um, he made it. So I'm, I I uh, helped save a man's life this week is what I'm trying That's to say. That's big, dude. That's huge yeah. applaud. I mean, the, the part that I think that I pat myself on the back on, which it's kind of like telling, you know, like giving an award to uh, an officer for patrolling or something like that's mm-hmm. what you do. Right. Yes. But had I not been paying attention and being lost in the conversation, this dude would have been dead for like 10 minutes, you know? And, yes, dude. Um, so, you know, I went back and found out that he is still in fact alive. Now I don't know his, what his condition is, but anyway, I'm, I was, it was just exciting, dude, because I've done stuff like that before, but I never was the one to stop the compression here. The, you know, we got a Paul. So it's pretty dope. And, that's dope, um, dude. I just and and like I said, I think you know this guy, so I wish him the best. And Absolutely. a lot of people do. He's apparently a lovable person, and uh, COVID's dude. a bitch. But anyway, yeah. So that was a I have that was my story. I had a story for you for once. That's I appreciate finally getting a story from you. I know, I'm pretty bad. No, you're not. It's just it's just one of those things where you're like, ah, eh, my week's fine. This one was a big one though. That I don't want you to have to wait for this sort of thing. To give me interesting stories. Well, I would like to give you something interesting, and, and it's just been quite the slow pace. So, yeah. uh, New car, life-saving. Those are two massive stories. Yeah, but how many times can you tell them on a pod? I know that you would like me to tell them every single time. I would. Varshig knows what I'm talking about. What? What? <laughs> there was something on Facebook, and I don't remember when, but I know we've been here before. Where it's like, I know I've told you this story before. You're like, no, no, but I know you've told me the story before, but you will, you will listen to these stories I will as listen. if they're the first time Absolutely. every time. Yes. Because someone listening to the pod brand new hasn't heard this story. I dig that. But like, and I some people who have listened it. for a long time, are like how it's funny that you say that. Cause there's a, um, I was listening to a horror pod 
And I remembered the story that they were telling. I said, oh, wait, I know this story. And I get online and every there's like five people in this little group that said, does anybody else recognize this freaking story? I was like, thank <laughs> you. I was, but I know people were listening that seasons ago never heard this story. Right. They're like, but certain people, we were looking at each other like, wait a minute. We know this story. So some people are listening to the pod. And even if you have heard it, you're thinking, did I hear this story before? Maybe I didn't. And you're very entertaining. So telling it again is fun. Well, I guess it's because like listening to Stern back in the day, he would go off and tell the same stories all the time. Absolutely. And it gets old to the listener. So that's why I try not to do that. Did Stern get old to you? Oh, yeah. I don't really listen to him anymore. I like it's not voice. like I'm all appalled by the guy. Yeah, he says some stupid shit sometimes. Uh, not so much in his old age, but definitely in his younger, you know. Like, I'm just not going to hold anything against the guy. But yeah, he said a lot of stupid shit. And it's not a, It's not like he offended me and I stopped listening. It was just, uh, it's ran its course. You still you listen know? to Rogan? No. Never really truly <laughs> listened to Rogan. I have heard isolated Rogan shows, but I've never been a, oh, yeah, the next one's up. Let's do it. Everyone shut the fuck up. I'm going to listen to Rogan. I never did that. You ever. were never that guy? Never that guy. You see, I don't, I don't see you as that guy, but you never know. No, not that guy. I'm not <laughs> going to bag on him. You know, I have my opinions on Joe Rogan, but yes, you already know mine. I've, I've bagged on him enough on this show. Yeah. And I think I have to, so we'll move along. I actually uh, clown someone at work for listening to him. Like while he, they were listening, they're like, Hey, no, yeah, did like, you hear what Rogan you, said? And you're like, you yeah. listen to Rogan? Yeah, absolutely. Totally. They're like, trick, I was like, please. Oh, snap. He, I was like, you listen to that dude, man. It just lost a few notches. But uh, uh, so speaking of things to listen to, so yeah. this morning, ladies and gentlemen, Dan, I'm on the phone with him and he's talking about how he's asking for a police escort to Starbucks due to the emergency. It was and a crisis. It was a crisis on, <laughs> <laughs> on Krypton. And he says, um, I need you to watch something. And I said, sure. And the thing is, he prefaced this by saying, I know you know the song. Wrong. You didn't know the song? <laughs> no, I've never heard this song okay. before. <laughs> All right. Before you go any further, let me just kind of premise this, okay? So the song that I'm talking about, and I really want to hear Steve's take on this, but the song that I'm referring to is called Into the Night. It's by a guy named Benny Mardones. Okay. Uh -huh. I want you guys to pause the show right now. Actually, don't pause just yet. Okay. Don't pause just yet. Uh, maybe this will ring a bell. It's from 1980. Oh, bitch, it ain't even plugged in. Hold up. That's nice. That's professional. Killing it. I know. Mm. That's a, That was a nice sound you just made there. Yes, you like that? Mm. Oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I I'm going to take all those sounds and do something today. dirty with them. All right, let me try this again. Yeah, go for it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Into the Night, Benny Mardones. I won't play the whole thing. Just, just listen. I'm going to go to the chorus, Steve. It's a pleasant song, right? Some nice piano. Maybe you were listening to this in the back of your mom's car. She's smoking a cigarette, cussing at people and shit. Oh, wait, that was me. But listen. Let me go a little bit, a little bit further away here. Just the chorus. All right. Here it comes, ladies and gentlemen. This is the chorus. 
All right. Just wanted to give you a little reference to the song that I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, maybe you've heard this song. Maybe you haven't heard this song like Steve over here. But I will say that when I was a kid, this song came on like all the time on the radio. And it was one of those like smooth songs. I liked it. I think the guy has a great voice. I still think the guy has a great voice. And in fact, I still like the song. Hmm. Now, the other day, I'm not entirely sure where I got this from, but uh, the video popped up <laughs> on my feed. And I was like, I've never seen this video before. So let me check it out, you know, because I love like groovy 70s, 80s videos, just the yeah. look of everything. Everyone had like a mustache and, you know, just they look funny vests and shit like that. So this video comes on mm -hmm. now, Steve, you just saw it. So it's probably gonna be a little more fresh to you. Um, let's go ahead, sir. What did you think when you saw this? Well, first it's like she was just 16 and automatically I'm like, well, now we've already. Yeah. El shark. Yeah. That is and a, it's, it's a red flag to say the least. Oh, it's a massive red flag. Um, and so I, I start listening to the song because you had prefaced it by saying I had heard it before. So I'm like, Oh, well, let me listen to the song that I've heard. I thought it was going to be that other Into the Night. Let me something to Into the Night. I thought it was going to be that song. Uh, why don't we steal away? Yes. I thought that song you were telling. I was like, okay, I guess I'll listen to this song. And right when it started, I was like, not the song at all. And I think uh, the video is ludicrous. <laughs> That's it the best is part. It's to the point of like, remember uh, the, the, the it's like someone making fun of that video. It was yeah. like it's the equivalent of someone getting their iPhone and being like every '80s video TikTok, and this is what they'd come up with, and you would watch it and say you kind of went overboard. <laughs> There's it's not this crazy. Oh, but it is. Before we start talking about what happens in this video what transpires in the video someone had to give this a green light someone said yep that's the one My and i gotta know who that person it's 1980 was. yeah everything was different in 1980 it everything was, was totally different, different. In i mean i think we are progressing oh we're here's the thing remember three years later michael did thriller and that changed everything but we're three years before this so i gotta give a, a little pass we're we're one year from the seventies, but the the it's so bad that I've seen I've seen <laughs> like I don't know how much later um, Take on Me was from this. This is nothing like Take on that's Me. That's what I'm saying. It's the equivalent of I was driving a car and then three years later I'm flying a freaking NASA <laughs> right. spaceship. It's that different. And so it almost made me say I respect how far videos went in such a small amount of time. Dude. Yeah. We because I think they were using, dude, were they even using green screens? They were using some form of a green screen. I imagine they were using a, some form of a green screen and it was horrendous. So real quick, before we say another word, I implore you guys, if you haven't heard the song, even if you've heard the song a million times, but have never seen the video, oh, pause dude. this shit right now. Dude. We'll wait, pause, watch the video in its entirety and then come on back. The videos came out in 1980. Yeah, it wasn't as good as that one. I'll tell you that much. Like that video is so bad, it's good. <laughs> it's, it's well, the thing is, dude, it's like a lot of videos around that time, instead of doing a video, it yeah. would just be videos of them performing the song. Yeah. Which now that you watch a video from that time, you're like, oh, that's why they didn't decide to do that. They probably tried it, looked at the video and was like, oh, we can't release this. Let's just perform it on stage and call Yeah, it. like the majority of those videos, I don't know if you remember the show Solid Gold, Steve. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so it was just like Marilyn these groovy McCoo. bands, Marilyn McCoo and, oh, 
It used to be there. Well, I know Andy Gibb first started hosting that. Oh. And then Andy had a uh, a mishap with he the cocaine. You in the MRI situation. Yeah, he had a he had a cocaine accident, so he wasn't accident? around anymore. Well, I don't think you try to kill yourself on purpose. No, I didn't know that he actually overdosed. I did not. Know it was that. a heart attack. Oh. Yeah. So sad. That was in the uh, documentary that we talked about recently. You should check that one out, ladies and gentlemen. It's another war guy. But I Heroes think, of Noise uh, archives. I think, yeah, like you said, Solid Gold. Um, those were, like, I, I don't know what made them watch this. He, here's the thing. I also got to give him credit because do you know the level of self-confidence you have to wa- do to watch yourself on screen and be like, I nailed this joint, G. How dope is this? Your level of confidence, that's the that's legit. I got to give him props because I don't have that. That's what I'm saying. Like someone okayed this shit. It was probably him. Yeah, yeah, he did. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one right there. Yeah, because like it, so, it may have so, been a hit already. And so he could call the shots. Well, funny thing about that story I just heard is that the song had come out seven years prior. So this might make a little more sense. Came out seven years prior. And for whatever reason, it was just one of those songs that got, you know, thrown into the... Uh, what do they call that? The uh, the glom bins in, in, in radio stations, you know, yeah. the whatever it was, it just got thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Take it home. There's a bunch of free music. Take it home. Giving it to the people. And one night, I think it was in New York, some DJ just found it. Like, oh, let me try this out. Put it on. And then within minutes, people were calling up and going, hey, who, who is this song? Who's the guy that does this song? And then it got popular again. Oh. And then it got popular again, I want to say in like 2009. I'm not entirely sure why, but I was uh, it's a quick like Wikipedia search will tell you. But yeah, it got popular again. So this song has legs. And like I said, I really do like the structure of the song. I think he's got a great voice. It's just that I never really paid attention. Even with the whole she's just 16 year old part, I just never paid attention. Now, bear in mind, I'm from the 80s. There's lots of songs. Winger. She's only 17. The Beatles. It just goes on and on. Pretty much anyone that you like probably has a questionable sus song somewhere in their career. If they're from like the late 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, right? But then this guy said, you know what? I'm going to double down and let me put out this video. Now, if you've already seen the video, you pause and you listen, you know what I'm talking about. Jesus. But it's it's ridiculous. So the, fir- the first line is, she's just 16 years old. Leave her alone, right? They say. And it's the father. He's at the door. You don't see what he looks like yet. He's at the door. You just see his long 70s hair. And so when he turns around and says, leave her alone, they say, my man rolls his eyes. <laughs> like the like dad said, you know, he said, leave my 16-year-old daughter alone. But I'm like, fuck this cat. And he just rolls his eyes. Yeah. And then he starts talking about in the chorus, if I could fly, I would take you up and take you into the night and show you love like you've never seen. And at one point in this video, you basically what this guy is like, he looks like a 37-year-old tweaker that is looking in the window of a 16-year-old girl who looks like she's heavily medicated. Like they just, they just... Gave her every pill in the cabinet and said, go to sleep. And he's, it's just crazy because like at one point he's at this, this window and he, he has, <laughs> he has a magic carpet folks. Cause a lot of tweakers have those of course. and he throws, <laughs> he throws the, the magic carpet into the window, which is counterproductive because he's going to have to throw it back out again. Right. Why don't he just take her out of the window? And then that would make the most sense. right. You lay the carpet out on the lawn. You'd, you'd take off like a, like a pervert tweaker that you and theoretically the, 
carpet should not have fallen. It should have he's been thrown through the window. And That's true. Levitated. This is very true, Steve. This is something I didn't think about. Like why would, <laughs> it was the thudding carpet. It wasn't right a when it hit carpet. the ground. I would have been like, oh, we're not flying that. Thing. Oh, it did. The batteries. It, it fell to the ground. No Somebody thing. didn't change the batteries <laughs> out of this. Mo- <laughs> But the best part about this video is when he throws the when he has the magic carpet and he <laughs> he's standing in the window. If you look in the back of him, there's like this rape van. Just of course there is, because he's taking a 16 year old into the night. He's taking her into it's the, the night to show her song. love like she's never seen. And he kisses her. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Like so, the video you're already like this is like creep.com. Jeez, dude. But then at the end, like I said, Benny Mardones goes in for the kill. Doubles, triples down this time and starts making out with the 16 year old on the magic carpet as they're flying. <laughs> it's how terrible. this made it pass. I, I don't know. I am dude. not laughing at like anyone that's kind of like, oh my God, it's terrible. I'm not going down that road. I, it's just absurd. The absurdity of this video and the fact that somebody went, yep, that's the one. That's the one we're going to put out to the public. Was 18 year old an adult then or did it change? Pretty sure an 18 year old was an adult then. I could be and wrong. 16 wasn't the adult then. No, because why would they be saying leave her alone? That's there just weren't too, any laws so yet. Weird, man. Like, it's I don't know when statutory rape became a thing, but maybe that had something to do with it. I guess, man. It Benny Mardona is so single handedly. I don't know. Oh, no, no, about. no. It gets better, though. You forget. So you watch the video. The video ends and Benny has such high thoughts of himself. That he's like, let me tag a few pictures at the end of this piece of myself <laughs> now. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm like, yo, listen. Still looking good, ladies. <laughs> still, still killing it. Like any of you 16-year-olds, <laughs> yeah, any of you 16-year-olds wanting me to this old like, man. Gee, listen. I'm way more experienced now. I would love to, I would love to do music for like someone with that much. Cause you'd feel like you're the best producer in the world. He'd be like, listen to this. <laughs> He would just rewind it again. Let's listen to it again. And he'll probably reenact the whole song in the area. And be like, you know what? This song is the best thing ever. Because you know that's how he thought of himself. I am the second coming. But his voice, he has that. Uh, we're gonna, one day we're going to have a list, dude. There's a journey foreigner voice thing that mm-hmm. they all kind of have. And I'm like, was it a thing back then where dudes just sung like that? Probably. I think people have an affect over time, like like uh, in any particular generation of music. This is why you end up with shit like mumble rap. Oh, that's oh, what they're dude. doing. So oh, we'll do that. Lord have so, yeah, why not? Why not have an affect? I'd rather just call it mumble. I'd rather just call it a day, Steve, and not talk about it. Anymore. Nice. I love that. <laughs> Clip that out. That's a that's a that's a solid. Yeah, but I'm glad that you let me. I thought it was just going to be again. I came in. I was the perfect target because I thought it was going to be another song. Number one. And number two, I had never heard the song. And so I was the perfect target for this. I almost wish that you had heard the song and liked it because it would have been better. Because you went, oh, yeah, that's a great song. Because I still do. I still think it's a great song. Dude, you think it's a great song? I, I, it's something, you know, it's just those songs. You, I'm not saying like, yes, the lyrical content is what everyone should be listening oh, to. Oh, no, I'm not talking about the li- I'm just saying the song in general. You think um, it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I, I rarely change it when it comes on. That is very... I would and now that, I'll never change it because I just laugh. It just gives me the uh, joys of laughing about the video. Okay, which one are you putting ahead of... Okay, which one are you are, are you saying is better? What would you take? 38 specials, um, second chance, or this? Oh. 
Well, I don't really like that song. Second chance. Okay, next subject. Yeah. We're going to go on the next subject. Well, you know what it is? Is that 38 Special was formed from Leonard Skinner. They were more like Southern rock, you know? And, and they sing. The lead singer could sing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, I, you know what? Leonard Skinner, I, I know you might disagree with this, sir, but Leonard Skinner was a great man. Wait a minute. 38 came out of them? Yeah. I got to rethink this whole situation then. I got to look them up because I have a feeling me saying that they're a good band, they're going to be like, Steve, have you? Did you look at what they wrote? Their manifesto. I don't know if uh, <laughs> I don't know if Leonard Skinner has a manifesto, but uh, I would dare to think that there may be a, a Confederate flag. That's flying, what I'm thinking, and I know, think pinned somewhere special, in the background. I'll be like, "Where'd you get the name?" Well, that's how I like to shoot them niggers. Is with my 38 special. We're like, oh, <laughs> that's why you. Say you know, I just didn't have I didn't have a black gun around. I was I was looking for my equalizer stick because I likes to beat them slow. You know what I mean? You get to see the look leave. You get to see the fright leave their eyes as they're dying. But I only had a 38 special. So I, I said, you know what? What the hell? I went ahead and plugged him. It did the trick just fine. Go figure. There goes our interview with 38 special, Dan. I don't think we were ever going to get it. <laughs> Wait, are they still are is it, are those everyone still alive in that group? I have no idea. I'm not following them. Oh, you don't like that song. You said you did not like that song. I like some of their songs, but that song. I think that's a really good song. We have so much to talk about, but since we're talking about 38 special, I could pull something up and then you can say, "Hey, I like that song too." Okay. Let's see what we got for 38 special. We won't spend too much time, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, but it's been a while. Let's say we'll since go it's just till, been we'll me do and my four mains. minutes and then start at 12. What's that? I said, we'll do four minutes and start getting into it at 12. We're, oh, look at this camera. guy. This guy. We're here timing everything now. Well, because now I kind of know how long we spend on, on reviews. Yeah, we have a we lot have to like talk about today. 128 of them to do. All right, let's see. Um, I think you've heard these songs, but again, you probably haven't. So I here have we go. Not, dude. I was hanging in the streets, baby. Listen to NWA. I'm in this piece. All right, it's a drive time. It's five o'clock in the afternoon somewhere in the Americans. I'm a terrible DJ because I'm doing a terrible talk up. Have you heard this one? Wait, come on, everybody. Maybe like your buddy that is, uh, he stops by to hang up some drywall. He's like, hey, you mind if I turn on the radio? And he's just in there doing his thing. Here we go, Steve. Here's the money shot. Nothing. You know that song? Yeah. Yeah. Listen to any classic rock station for any length of time, and you're going to hear that I've been to classic rock, and I've never heard that. You're apparently not. How about I'm this kinda, one? I, I mean, they, you know what I'm saying? They came out of Leonard Skinner. Now you're making How about this one? Everything. It's Hold On Loosely. Is that the name of the song for real? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not getting this. I can already tell. I'm not going to go down the 38 special track with you, sir. But you, for someone, it's so funny because I thought I would think that you didn't like them, so you didn't know their songs. You just don't like that song. You like them. Um, they just had some songs that I would. It's not like I went out and said, give me your 38 special catalog at the local Tower Records back in the day. There's just songs that came on the radio. It's the radio. It's the stuff that you listen to. 
Yeah, because you know what? I grew up around body shops. Like my dad owned a body shop, my uncles owned body shops, and I was working with them, and they always had classic rock on. So at some point, you're going to hear every single classic okay. rock song. Okay. Dude, if you, if you told me to guess what music they had on in a body shop, I would have gone classic rock. Yeah, it's always classic rock. You know, it was dope. When I picked up my car, when I picked up my Subaru in, in uh, Roseville, walked in, what do I hear? Iron Maiden cranking throughout the whole place. I'm like, Shut this up. is my spot. Shut up. I swear. Really? They were listening to like a Hair Nation on Sirius or something like that. Are they maybe, a hair band? Maybe Ozzy's Boneyard. Eh, they get lumped into it because they had long hair and they were spandex ridiculously. But no, I would not call oh, them big. a hair band. Who it was, was bad. The, who was the first hair band, if you don't mind me asking? I don't know. There's a lot. Oh, you don't know who triggered the thing? No, I think it was more of a movement. I just think everyone in L.A. was doing that cool. at the time. Yeah, baby. California. Next California question. doing the most as usual. I mean, too bad we don't have like a podcast about where, you know, anyway. Well, anyway, well, you're yeah. just asking me random shit, dude. I'm just saying we don't have a podcast that, you know, maybe someone, you know, runs down the history of certain rock, you know, things in like Oakland or something like where it started. Oh, you know, stop it, Steve. I'm saying I'm saying it's something that I would listen to. But anyway, let's move. Yeah, on. it's it's a shame that we don't have that. You're right. I mean, yeah, maybe one of these days somebody yes. will do something like that. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe one of the days. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Steve, can I do the contact information so we can move along here? Got a few things to, a little housekeeping, just a little few things to get out of the way here. So let's just do what I do real quick. Hey, what's happening? Welcome to the Heroes of Noise podcast. My name is Dan Ramirez, and that over there, that's Steve Hudson. Isn't he good looking? Look at him. I'm not gay, but he's pretty fucking good looking, wouldn't you say? No? All right, that's okay. It's more for me. Anyway, if you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, you can hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and Steve at S E underscore Hudson Music. But I'm going to do you a favor, ladies and gentlemen. All you got to do now is go to www.heroesofnoise.com and Everything is there. I'm quite proud of this site. It keeps getting better and better. I'm not going to plug the server, you know, the uh, the web server, whoever the fuck they're the host, but it's fantastic. I'll tell you that much. So you should go and check it out. There you're going to see a nice little video we just put up, and I'll talk about that in just a second. But ladies and gentlemen, heroesofnoise.com, that is the place to be, all right? There you can leave us a voicemail, subscribe to the show, share the show with people. You can look at book reviews by our friends, movie reviews, game reviews. It is all there, and I implore you to check it out. And lastly... Join the Heroes of Noise podcast community, won't you? It's a very loyal, loyal place. I love the place there. It's, it's, it's kind of small, but it's small in the way that it's like, this is all we need. We'll always take more, but like if, if we're not tripping on it because it's good people over there. And I think that they should come along because it's where you get the Heroes of Noise first. All right? There. Anyway, lastly, ladies and gentlemen, join us on Patreon, won't you? We're, we're starting to do some things there that I think you might want to check it out. We're going to be putting out fancy shows uh video shows we're going to be talking about the justice league coming up this week and a video will be going along with that too so yeah i think you should check it out i'm going to go ahead and stop i'm not going to turn it over to steve because i have more stuff to say i just want to turn the music down steve all right i just need to turn it down and have a little peace and quiet in my love life, it you know? love it so yeah patreon ladies and gentlemen i think you guys should check this out and i need to give some props to some new members of patreon steve let me go ahead and do that real quick for you. I didn't have that pulled up because I'm I'm a I'm all over the place this morning. First up, though, we got a new one yesterday. Uh, we had wait, hold on. Two, we have two new patrons, Steve. Come on, Dan. Major props to John Kelman for joining up. Thank you, sir. I know your name. I know who you are. We've conversed before. Thank you for joining the Patreon family. We really appreciate it. And then I'm not going to say the name of this person, though I know it, 
because they went under a different username. So thank you very much to Gurr, G-R-R Noise, who is also the host of Wild Pretty Things podcast for joining up and checking out what we have to do. Thank you very much for noise. Good noise. I like that. I like that. Now, I'm not quite done, Steve, because this is something that we don't get these a lot. I would wish we had them every week, but we don't. So we have three new iTunes reviews, sir. Come on. What are we talking about right now? Right. I'm really, really excited about this because they don't. You guys don't understand something. I'm not going to just take your your iTunes review and be like, ah, there's another one. (laughs) Yeah. Of course, we deserve that shit. And I like that. I get very, uh, very happy when I when I read he these does. things. So he does. I do. And uh, so this one here, it says best of the best. It's a five star review. And it is coming from Curtis. All right. Sometimes you stumble across people you gel with right away. It can be someone you work with, a cousin, or maybe even a couple of podcasters. Steven, Steve, that's us. He's talking about us. Spoilers. Steve and Dan are the host of Heroes of Noise. And since I started listening a few years ago, they've been with me through many good times and also some not so good times. And they have always helped me by listening to them week to week. I always appreciated their candor, their the honesty, the humor, the intelligent conversations. Really? But thanks. I appreciate that. And deep thoughts and the sometimes fun sophomoric humor that can be emerge in any given moment. I think that he's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you very much. I don't think I'm reading the entire review. It's actually a little bit longer, but I just noticed that it cut off. And for the sake of time, I am not going to go to it. But Curtis, thank you very much, man. Thank I really you so appreciate much, your Curtis. kind you words. Rocking and rolling. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Next one is coming from, uh, this is from Death Box Tie. Now, this is a new one. And I really like this one, Steve. You ready for it? I'm ready. All right. Now, I know where, I think I know who this is. I won't say the last name, but I, I've seen this name come across in a, another little uh, group we like to call the leftover army. So I'm thinking that's where it came from. And it says came across these guys from another podcast. I listened to Dan and Steve are amazing. The camaraderie between the two is unmatched. I literally listened to them for, listen to this, Steve. I literally listened to them for 10 hours at work. Just take that in for a second. 10 hours, Steve, Mm -hmm. just straight us. And we'll add straight us, huh? Yeah. You you know how I do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we'll add them to my regular weekly listens and join the, I better stop. Cause see now he's saying I'm going to join the Patreon when I can, please do. We would appreciate that. Keep up the good work guys. And Ty, thank you so much, man. Thank you, you for your five. Star review. Yeah. I don't even know if I read it. It says one of the best out there. You hear that Steve? Those are strong words, right? Yes. I'm not going to say I agree with him, but I'm not going to say I'm not. You know what I mean? Love it. Yeah. You know, you try try to be try, a little more bravado, Steve. You're, you're always really cocky, and now you're just like, I love it, and I'm over here making an ass out of myself. No, it's dope. I want to take that man on a carpet ride. <laughs> okay, brother, I have one more. Uh, in case you guys don't know, I don't know what it's going to sound like. I had to cut right there. We had a little pause, but we're back again, all right? So I have one more iTunes review, Steve. Okay, handle it. This one comes... Now, I feel this is a little bit of an honor for me on this one. I, I don't know... I'm not going to read too much into it, but this comes from the man known as Jake Elliott, or better yet, Funko Jake from Pop Culture Leftovers. Hey, yo. Dan and Steve. It's called So Good It Ruined My iPhone. I'm sorry, man. I don't think that's true, but I like where you're going. Five stars. It says, Dan and Steve have so much charisma as hosts that some leaked out of my iPhone and broke my charging port. Give these guys a listen. Well worth your time. If you're looking for great discussions about movies, TV, and some random life talk. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Love I don't know. I don't think he hands a lot of those out. So I feel like, hey, thank you, Jake. That was really nice. That makes me feel really good, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, like you didn't have to do that, but he did. But anyway, did. that's enough. Enough of us gushing all over ourselves. But I would like to say, um, I'm happy to do it all the time. So please send us iTunes reviews, please. We're, we have a, a whole section on the website now where you can go. One can go and look at the reviews and be like, well, you know what? These guys might be something that I'd like to listen to. So the more we get, the better, you know, the whole thing. But it helps us get numbers, blah, blah, blah. Please send us some iTunes reviews. We would really appreciate it. And thanks to the three that did. All right, Steve. What's up? What do you want to do? Should we just well, get right into it? We could either do our reviews and see what kind of time we have for the Oscars, or we could do the Oscars and see what kind of time we have for the reviews. What would you rather do? I think we put the work in. Should we just see what happens with the Oscars? Let's do it. Because, you know, really, honestly, the Oscar nominations are out. Go ahead and Google those. All right. See, we did that, Steve. Boom. Now, yeah. So if you have any uh, questions about how we feel about it, feel free to send us a voicemail voicemail, (laughs) or email, something like that, and then we can answer those questions for you. Or maybe we'll do it at the end of the show. Highly doubtful, but we'll see how it goes. All right, so we're going to start with the reviews now, Steve. Let's do it. Unless you got any, you got any news or anything? Any, anything happening bum, in the world bum, that you want to talk about? Da, da, da. Um, I don't have any news. I do have news, but it's about something we're doing on the Patreon. So I'll wait to that episode, and I have news about certain movies that are coming later on. Okay, sounds good. So that oh, gives reason to way. do some Patreon stuff. Hey, man, you know what? Speaking of, I'm going back a few minutes, quite a few actually, but speaking of things that we did over the week, uh, you did a fantastic episode of Scenic Cast last oh, week. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Fantastic. The guys are uh, do you know what episode that is? I feel bad. I don't have it queued up. I, I just thought about it right now. You know, I you're a real help, Steve. The amazing Amanda, the amazing Covarino, the amazing Steve Onovich, chilling, talking that junk, talking about crack cocaine and slinging that duck. Enough, Rose. Did, you did talk about crack coat, did you? <laughs> I, t- I feel like drugs were talked oh, about. Oh, because of a movie we watched. Oh, and one that I watched too. Yes, and I can't wait. This is See, this is what I've been looking forward to. Because let me tell you what happened yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on the phone. I t- called Dan and we're like talking. I said, hey. And he's like, I was like, what have you been doing? He's like, watching movies. What do you watch? I watched this. I said, tell me about it. Nope. I was like, give me a <laughs> word about it. No. Did you like it? Not going to tell you. Tell me something. No. He saved everything for today. Well, it's just because we always do this, and then our reviews turn into seven-minute reviews. But anyway, just real quick, it's uh, Scenic Cast Movie Reviews, episode 226. They review Cherry. They review Moxie and the map of tiny perfect things. And Steve, you did a fantastic job. Amanda, you did a fantastic job. The boys at Scenic Cast, they always do a fantastic job, and I highly recommend you listen to their show. I really appreciate it. You know, add them on Patreon. They're great fucking guys, friends of the show. And I would like to come on again soon. There. I don't know if that sounds like I'm inviting myself, but I'm just saying I'm I would. Kind of, I am a little bit, but that's okay. It's just because it's so damn fun. So, yeah, seen it cast movie reviews. Check and it out. And they are the most organized. They will be like, what are you doing on the afternoon at 2 p.m., 2024, May 14th? I'm like, I don't think I'm doing anything. It's all on the spreadsheets. Dude, he's about it, man. Yeah, he is about it. And, and, and just it's like, like you. Um, he reminds me of you. Uh, he's a more no. He's way more organized. But oh, I will here's say what I this. will tell you: after doing the word with you, no yeah. one. Here's what Dan would be like. All right, ready? Here we go. We're gonna break down. So, part one: the P comes up of preacher, and then the <laughs> R. The R looked different to you, Steve. No, no, it didn't. How about the E? I'm like, it was just a title card that I saw. No, no. Last week the E was a little bit weird. I'm like, okay. So you're saying I went too long. 
I'll have you know, we were the most ass-kicking creature we podcast there was no, out there. But I'm saying you are. And I mean that. I seriously, like, like not fuck them, but fuck them. We did, we did. I'm, you know, I'm not often that I, that I uh, brag or boast about something we did, but we nailed that shit and it was awesome. And because you know, of you, you are very organized. That's what I'm like. You and Steve are two organized herbs, man. Why you got to call us herbs though? Because you guys are buddies. You know, what I like recording with Steve is because um, it's like watching a Quentin Tarantino movie. You know, you, you start off and you're like in the middle and you're like, how did I get here? And then, and then you go back and then you find out where you are and then you're finding that you're listening then you, you get the beginning of what happened at the end it's like a quentin tarantino podcast without all you know the what I, I can go with as long as it's not pulp fiction i would not mind being that it's like jackie brown steve boom it's pulp that, fiction without all the stuff that you hate which is the whole movie now maybe i should rewatch it and we'll do a patreon <laughs> i think you should i will say that it definitely like as much as i loved it like I can go, okay, that's that was kind of lame. There's certain things. There's a lot of there's a lot of Uma stuff that drives me crazy. He's really into that woman. Her and her feet, dude. Long dude. ass toes. Jackie Brown is his best movie. Well, Inglorious Bastards is his best movie. For me, Jackie Brown. Inglorious. I don't know. I don't know. Man, I, I gotta Samuel go back to L it. played a part in Jackie Brown I've never seen before. I've never seen that human being on a movie before. He was just well, like, you know what. As of yesterday, I have proven that I could watch a four-hour movie. Uh, so, <laughs> Steve, yes. you want to know something? You want to know something? Uh, As of yesterday, I can prove that I can watch eight hours of the same movie. You watched it twice? As of this week, I can say that I have watched 10 hours worth of the movie, two of the same, and then one of the older. And as of Sunday, I'll say that I've watched a total of 14 hours of said movie. Why, why are you going to do it again? We're doing. What's that? Why are you going to do it again? I like my notes, Steve. You remember the whole uh, P thing? And you are not taking notes. No, don't worry. I'm not going to do a breakdown. <laughs> I just wanted some, you know, there, there's some comparisons. We're talking about we're going to do a we're going to do a Justice League, not a breakdown, but we're going to do a pretty heavy discussion about it on Sunday for Patreon. And then since we're talking about that, that will actually come out on the main feed several days later. But this is for our patrons, and we got the patrons involved, and we're going to do that first, whether Done you like deal. it or not. Done deal. You know what? It's like there's going to be. I have a feeling that there's going to be enough. Justice League podcast going on this weekend where you're going to get your fill, but okay. you haven't heard it like the heroes do it. So stay no. tuned. We'll be back next week with that. We're going to have two shows. It'll be a bonus and then the regular show that we do. And speaking of superhero shows and movies and such, the the universe, Dan, you watched something this last this morning. Yes. In the early hours at the <laughs> at the uh, the ass crack of midnight. I watched oh, a little you something did it on the dot. I was just sitting there like, refresh, refresh, refresh. Holy no, actually, I had to take my daughter's boyfriend home. So he cost me about two minutes. So I, I was one of the late ones. I got into that. But what are we talking about? We're talking about what? We're talking about uh, the new Disney Plus series that just came out. Uh, another Marvel. I'm sure it's going to do fantastic. It's another Marvel series. And we are talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Anthony I, Mackie. Anthony Mack, I was going to break it down for you. I would like to go ahead and just just give you kind of the uh, synopsis. The, it, yeah, like it, it, you're going to know right away, but let me give you the synopsis, if you will. Following the events of the Avengers, sorry, synopsis. What the fuck am I saying? Follow the events of Avengers Endgame. Sam Wilson, Falcon, and Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, team up in a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience and the patience of the Disney viewers because it's a week to week, just like WandaVision stars, Anthony Mackie, the, the wonderful Anthony Mackie 
That's Falcon. Sebastian Stan, the Luke Skywalker lookalike. Bucky Barnes, that's who he's playing. And then Wyatt Russell is John Walker. We got Aaron Kellyman as Carly Morgenthau. Desmond Kiem as Dovich. Uh, I'm looking for someone in particular that I'm not saying. Uh, you know, there it is. There it is. Emily Van Camp, ladies and gentlemen, as Sharon Carter. And a whole bunch of other people. It is airing every Friday. Uh, you can watch it Thursday at... Well, it's still Friday, but, you know, Thursday at midnight, you know, Friday at midnight, Thursday. You know what I'm saying? You can watch it then. But I highly recommend you check it out. And let's see, how many episodes are we going to get this season, Steve? I think it is going to be six episodes. So WandaVision was longer, correct? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting I six this time. COVID had a, I wonder if COVID had an impact on this. I wonder if Kova had an impact on this. Uh, sorry, it didn't make any sense. Hi, Kova. How you doing? All right, let's get back to the show. I'm sorry, Steve. So, yeah, uh, maybe it's possible, but maybe they were able to tell the story in just less time. And uh, so we watched the first episode. You did uh-huh. watch it as well, right? I did. So what did you think? Um, no spoilers. We're not going to do any spoilers on Falcon and the Winter Soldier only because it's like people are waking up right now because yes. they're late sleepers. They're lazy bums and they're going to mm-hmm. go and watch it. Maybe they don't want to know yet. So we're just going to give a quick little little rating, maybe some thoughts on what we saw, and then we'll move along. What did you think, Steve? Uh, the funny thing is, at the end of the show, I didn't know what to think because we haven't gotten into the synopsis yet. Like when you're like Bucky and and Falcon go on this rip rage, I'm like that. Well, you're like they do. I know exactly. <laughs> do they though? Hey, I learned something when I was reading the synopsis. Man. I was like, oh, that's where we're going. Okay, all right. Cool. Hey, here's what I will say: this um, this show starts out with an incredible action scene. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Incredible. To the point that it was like I was watching it and it dawned on. I was like, oh, that's right. That's why Marvel is better than anyone doing this thing. Than anyone. Imagine if they had someone with charisma wearing that (laughs) outfit. They could do this with homie. See, dude, I can't. I'm really, really, really (laughs) trying not to do this with him. And it's like. It's something that's a it's reflexive at this point. I it's like Anthony Mackie, boredom. Anthony Mackie, boredom. You know, then that's why they think when they put him into an Avengers type setting or a Marvel setting, it amplifies the Mackie. And I think it does him a favor. And then his memes that are now online. I haven't seen them yet. Oh damn. Is it regarding Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, it's just regarding his look. <laughs> you gotta send me one. Okay, hold on. I, I enjoy Give a good laugh. Go, go to your review, and I'll. All right, you. I'll go to my review. So, yes, as Steve said, it starts out very strong. I thought it started out very strong. Um, you get this full-on action sequence. You see Falcon in action, and like he said, it, it hasn't really set up the story yet. Um, from what we get out of this, just a real quick little little. I'm not going to go into specifics, but from what I get out of it, uh, you know, it's after Endgame, and Sam has he knows that he has been given the shield by cap. We saw that. That's not a spoiler. If you haven't seen fucking, if you haven't seen Endgame yet, what's the point? But he, he's given the shield at the end by cap and it starts off. He's looking at it and I get the feeling, Steve, that I see your, your uh, text come through here, buddy. I'll check okay, it out cool. in just a second. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm getting the feeling that he has like imposter syndrome at this point. Okay. You know, he's like, okay. this shield seems like it belongs to somebody else. And it's certainly not me. So he's having a real problem with donning the shield and to the point where he actually donates the shield to, to um, the Smithsonian. And then really all this is about is we're just, we're literally just seeing where they are now since we've lost, we've last seen them. And Uh I'm not going to fully get into it, but uh, there is someone that comes to visit Sam 
and suggests, hey, maybe you should rethink that shield thing. You know what I mean? And then we get to meet Sam's family. And there are some there's some real shit going on in the family, Steve, where and the way that they address it on this show, it shows that even an Avenger can get fucked in the society. Dude, listen, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. I do. Yes, I do. And I liked that they went down that road. It wasn't all just blast, blast, blast and, and aliens and whatever the fuck else it's going to be. You're seeing them in a in a real life setting what they're like normally when people recognize you on the street, when you're just trying to have some lunch or something like that, yes. you know? And, uh, and I will say that, you know, I do give Anthony Mackie a lot of shit, but I liked him in this. I do like the character of Sam, the Falcon. And, um, so I'm all for it right now. I like the way that this story goes with Bucky though, the winter soldier ex winter soldier, because uh, much like something else that we're talking about in a little bit, he's dealing with PTSD. Yes. At least what I interpret it to be is PTSD. And there's just this scene where he's talking to a shrink and he's talking about how like the only time that he ever felt at peace was in Wakanda. And the way that they play that scene was like I felt for the dude. You know, I think that they're doing something right with this show already. So I have nothing but good things to say about it. Um, I want to see where Bucky's character goes with the old man. The old man that's like the ultimate wingman, by the way. He's just hooking this dude up in a sushi bar with this like hot Japanese uh, sushi chef. And then of course the whole, (laughs) and then the whole Nola thing, you know, the whole uh, what's going on with, with Sam's family in new Orleans. So again, I don't really want to give too much away with this one yet, but I do want to talk about what I was mentioning Steve about the whole bank thing, but I will go ahead and give a rating for just the first episode. I think it's unfair to give a permanent rating because it's just one episode out of six, but I think that this started off very strongly. I don't want to go too crazy with it, but I will give this episode a solid 3.75. Maybe, no, no, I'm gonna give it a four. I I think this, this got, I'll give it a four. And here's why is that it (laughs) made me want to watch the next one. There was no like, Oh, it's Marvel. So I got to watch it. Like I was genuinely curious as to where this story is going to go. Okay. I, kn- I know that there's going to be, I mean, it's fucking Marvel. It's Disney. There's going to be redemption. There's going to be, they're going to get their shit together, Steve, and they're going to, you know, kick some ass. But I like the way that they have placed these characters into a real life setting. They've taken out the, it's post blip. And uh, it's like, what do you do after that? Yes. You know, yes. and dealing with grief and just, wow. the, and like I said, PTSD. And I just like that angle that they're taking with the show. So yeah, I will say that I, I'll give the show a, Okay, I'll give it a 3.75 out of five uh, shrimp boats. Here's what I will say. Uh, one thing that won me over, and this is Marvel, man. They're, I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but they attack a subject that, just like Dan said, they attack a subject that Anthony Mackie and his sister would be going through that no other superhero uh, place would even think about. Like, they won't even think about this thing. And they are not even, they're not tiptoeing around the issue that is obvious. Mm-hmm. How, how this blip would affect certain people more. And little things. They're like, funny how we get affected more than anyone. I'm like, oh, so Marvel is killing it. Um, For me, Sebastian Stan, man, that dude, he is just, he's Bucky, man. Like, it's just... He he really embodies that that character. He figured him. He's in his bag, like he is in his bag, man. Um, I would say that I'm gonna give this show because I'm gonna now I'm gonna watch it with, thanks to you. I would have waited and just put it off for six weeks. I know but now you would I have, have to why? know what happens. Why would you do that? 
Because it's just, it's having to deal with this. Right when the show ended, I realized why I don't like doing this week-to-week bullcrap. Right when it ended, I'm used to it being like, next. And it's just like, yeah, that's it. But see, now, maybe not necessarily with this episode, we, we kind of can guess where it's going, but I don't think that we're, we're necessarily in speculationville right now. But we can speculate week to week what's going to happen. And you know they're going to load us up with little little, oh, little teasers sure. and Easter eggs and little hints about things and stuff like oh, that that's going to sure. lead us into phase four. So I, I'm all for it, dude. I think this I mean, is they a really show. kept a guest that shows up under wraps. I didn't even know someone was going to be in this episode. What's he going to do? I was like, wow, look at this. Look at homie. But uh, it was just, here's the thing. I'm, I'm in, I will give this a, also, I will give this a 3.7, 3.7 uh, psychology steps. Fair enough. Yeah, that was interesting how it that was. That was really um, cool, dude. I thought that was so fun. Yeah, without getting into what we're talking about. It's, this is regarding Bucky, but he uh, approaches things much like something else that people do when they're trying to make a change in their life. Yes. So it's really uh, it was just interesting. To. It was it was just neat seeing much like the Superman and Lois show. It's neat seeing these these characters. Well, Superman and Lois is different, but still, you, you, you see these characters that are established as big heroes, you know, the Avengers, Superman, and they're taken out of their normal settings and they're just trying to live like normal lives, doing normal people shit the best they can anyway. And I. I kind of like the way this trend is going. I think that it needed something like this. And just between WandaVision and this one, I think that they have like a, they have like a solid run. I think they can completely do more series and it will actually be awesome. If they Absolutely. plan this shit out, right. It's a perfect way to, you know, granted we're getting out of COVID sooner or later, but it, probably sooner than later, whether we like it or not, but it gives Disney a way to get this stuff out to people. And it doesn't really Outside of not being able go to like to go to the movies, it's it's totally fine. I mean, Absolutely. I think this could have been awesome, or maybe like a what a like a three hour movie or something like that would have been pretty yes. dope. Yes, but and, and and it was it was like you're saying. I I will admit that I was I was very hesitant, and I only watched it for the ep, for the podcast app, and now I'm in. Now I'm in. Well, thank you for doing that. Appreciate Freaking that. Freaking just like what in the world, man? There's and then at the end, of course, a cliffhanger. And I was like, oh, that's right. This is why I don't do this. But here I am. <laughs> Talk about a scrub, though. I'm not saying what. A lot of people have already seen Falcon and Winter it's Soldier, so you know what I'm talking about. But the last scene, what a scrub. Dude. Like, where is this going? Well, that's what you get, Mackie, for giving up your stuff. Yeah, I know. But like, like. Who knows anyway, what this person's going to do to ruin it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But what a scrub. Who's like, who's this fool? You know? So anyway, um, we, I recommend you check it out, guys. I Absolutely. think Steve does the same thing. Watch it so that you're not out of the conversation. Yeah. It's Disney. It's fun. It's Captain, not Captain America, but I have a feeling that Captain America, his presence is going to be like throughout this whole thing. Yes. I yes. think that's going to be super important because he's so close to those two characters that there's really no way around it considering what is at stake for, yes. you know, for Sam. But anyway, um, the Falcon and the winter soldier, check it out. It's on Disney plus started today actually. Yes. And we highly recommend you check it out. Let us know if you liked it or not. Agreed. All right. Next. What else Steve, um, <laughs> I want to talk about this one real quick because I, I, it has to be real quick because I just tapped out and I'm going to say why you wanted me. Now, you know, Steve, you know, when you asked me to watch something, uh huh, I watch that shit, right? Yes. Whether or not I like it or I will watch it all yes. the way through, but you, placed me in a situation 
that I, I just, I said, I'm going to challenge myself, man. I'm going to really see if I can do this. <laughs> and I, I'm sad to report that I failed. Actually, yes. uh, you asked me to watch a movie called the informer mm-hmm. and the, where we saw this is on Amazon prime and the informer, you know, she didn't really it tell starts, me I don't play. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Come with a nice young lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that'd be snow. And <laughs> check it out. I-, I know that some people are going to strongly disagree with me on this. I've voiced my opinion on this guy before. <laughs> He's fine. Uh, there's, I'm sure he is a very nice person. I'm sure he lives a wonderful <laughs> life and is very generous. And everyone around uh, him just thinks, you know what? What a great cat he is. Yeah. And I'm sure that's the case. But on film, he equates to a human yawn for me. And this is in every single thing I have ever seen this guy in. I don't uh-huh. know why. Uh-huh. He's like a good looking guy. He can clearly play action roles very well. But there is just something about the frequency that he puts off that I just can't pick up. And I don't know what it is. The person that I'm talking about is Joel Kinnaman. He plays a guy named Pete Coslow in this. And uh, an ex-con, I'm, I'm going to step out of this conversation in just a second. But an ex-convict working undercover intentionally gets himself incarcerated again in order to infiltrate the mob at a maximum security prison. Uh, it's directed by Andrea Stefano, written by Matt Cook and Rowan Jaffe. And it stars Joel Kinnaman, Rosamund Pike. Oh, I haven't talked about this other person yet, but it also has. Now, here's the other thing, too. It had Ana de Armas in this. Okay. That should have just been a goat. Like, I'm going to watch this movie twice. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't do it, dude. Not even with Ana in it. And and I'm like, okay, I can take. I'm going to go ahead and just tolerate Joel Kinnaman. I'm going to watch this because Mm -hmm. it's something I can talk about. But then, Steve, Uh another person comes on the screen. (laughs) And, and and I'm just and immediately I'm like, what the fuck did I ever do to Steve? Like, did you I offend me, you? Like, hey, we got to watch something. I said, sure, yeah, this. But you know me, G. And 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 he. So who pops up on the screen? Common. God damn it! I can't. I can't do I'm common. An FBI and agent. <sighs> Listen, uh, President, we got to They just launched the missiles, and uh, it's gonna hit us in three seconds. So uh, we better start running. Uh, Mr. President, there's an alien invasion. And I think that we should probably get. Out. I mean, like, there's just nothing too common, dude. Ka- nothing. But it's ka- the nothing. best common we've seen. K n o t h i n g. Ka- nothing. I don't know. I I don't know, dude. If, it's okay, the it's best the best common, common we've seen. seen. That's like saying there's three turds lying on the line. One of them you can pick up; the other two are too soft. But that's Time the out. best one. Okay, who who are you putting? Common versus Anthony Mackie. Oh, Anthony Mackie. By a long shot, at least Anthony Mackie has charisma on screen. I may not like his delivery. Uh, it may be a thing where, much like Joel Kinnaman, there's just this weird filter over him that it doesn't allow me to completely embrace his his characters and movies. But yeah, I can at least watch an Anthony Mackie movie. Twice. Okay, Common versus Kinnaman. Oh, Kinnaman. Oh, you think yeah. so? You think Common is the weakest link? Yes. Don't get me wrong, dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, this movie starts out, and I'm like, okay, I can get down with this yes. kind of movie. I like it. And, you know, the first scene, uh, there's some shit going on. The whole, yes. he's getting his daughter, and he's like, hey, yeah, you remember how we, we were going to go camping? Well, now, now's the time. And he tells Ana de Armas, his wife, Sophie, is like, we got to get the fuck out of here now. Yes. You know, and I'm like, okay, this seems good. 
and I'm watching it, and then you know it's it's one of those movies, so you start seeing the underworld uh-huh. people and stuff, yeah. and they're they're very. You know, it's it's a fairly generic movie, but I've Absolutely. seen lots of fairly generic movies before and I watched them all the way through. Yes. And I'm trying, man. And then I, I all of a sudden it's like my, I start looking at my phone and I'm like, oh, hold up. What do you say? So I I rewind it a little bit and then I'm like looking at my phone again. Like, oh, you know what it is? Maybe I need subtitles. Maybe it's this. Maybe that's what it is. I'll just I'll try to concentrate on the subtitles, you know, the subtitles on. And I'm literally falling asleep watching this movie. Kenneman puts and, you to bed, dude. Dude, it's not even. I do, the movie's probably good. I'll be honest with you. I, if you like Joel Kinnaman, I bet you're gonna love this fucking movie. I don't know what it is about this cat. I don't want to like bag on him. I don't want to. You know, he's like I said, he's probably a wonderful person. But it's just like when you don't like a certain band. Someone's like, "Isn't this great? Isn't this?" And you're like, "No, nah, it's just not for me." That's how Joel Kinnaman is, and I feel bad about that in a weird way because the guy's just, you know, I mean, granted, my opinion's not going to give him his his uh his big break, but it's like he just doesn't seem to be a bad person. He puts out movies and, and people love them. And then there's this other half. I know I'm not the only one, but there's this other half that, <clears throat> excuse me, I just hit puberty there for a second. There's this other half of people that are just like, nah, I'm with you, Dan. I don't get it. I don't know what it is about this guy. So I'm going to go ahead and step away from this because I, I, I can't even give a review on this. I watched 20 minutes of this movie. I probably watched 40 minutes cause I kind of watched it twice, but I have to tap out. I have no rating <laughs> for it. Steve, what do you think? I will say this. Um, Considering who's in this, okay, number one, Clive Owens in this movie randomly, oh, Rosamund Pike, Anadi, like they have heavy yeah, hitters in, in this movie. Like they were gonna release this in theater. They were ready to shake and bake. Now, by I the was, way, I love but, Rosamund Pike. For the record, oh, wait, and but she plays Rosamund Pike in this movie. Yeah, we kind of talked about that. Thing. She's, yeah. but see, that works for some people though. There's a lot of people that do that. We could Joel say Kinnaman. Anthony Mackie plays Anthony Mackie. Every yeah, Kinnaman does Kinnaman. Yeah, oof, does he ever? And, and Common yeah, does anyway. Common. Mm-hmm. And so Poor I man. would say, like, um, this is a run-of-the-mill nothing burger. It's like I will give. It's just a thing where no I was doing other stuff, and the movies began, it went, and it ended, and I was like, okay, I was doing like folding clothes and all this other stuff, and I was like, it's fine. I would give it like a 2.3 out of, oh, you know what? Uh, 2.3 out of five. Uh, I forgot what kind of mob necktie that is where they pull your tongue through your throat. A Russian necktie. Yeah, they did that in this movie. I'll give it Oh, one. see, now that's something I'd like to, because I'm weird. I'd like to see that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll like go back to it, it, Steve. The chances of me going don't, back are pretty, pretty uh, slim. Just don't. It's not even worth the because there's other movies I would rather you watch than this movie. How much of Ana de Armas is in this? She actually puts she knows she puts her everything into the movie. Like she's yeah, in, that's what I'm saying. How much of how much of, a lot <laughs> a lot really? when he's in when when something happens she's in a lot. Okay, well then maybe you should just send me a timestamp. I would just not watch it. I would watch a documentary. But Ana de Armas, though, man, Armas. Just, just listen. Good. Good. You stay away from her, Steve. I don't want you anywhere near her. You know what? I could see. That's you, dude. Yeah, for sure. You liked her knives out. I did. Yeah, that's the first time I ever saw her, actually. I'm like, oh, who this? Who now, this? what's next, bro? Hello. So, 
Another one that we won't talk too much about. I mean, a lot of these are just look, we're going to talk a shit ton about Justice League on Sunday, but yeah. these are just ones that we watched. Um, but one that you watched. And the reason that I say that I'm not going to talk too much about it is because I think you need to listen. You guys need to listen to Scenic Cast because Steve fucking killed it on this. Um, I really appreciate that. I mean that, dude. Part seriously, like I I've heard you on other shows and you do fine. You do great, you know, but like you were making some serious points on this one to the point where I was like, OK, I'm going to try not to. It was hard to like listen to you. I know how passionate you get about certain things, but it was hard to listen and not try to remember every single thing you guys are talking about because I yeah. wanted to watch the movie for myself. And somehow tough, I managed. Yeah. Yes. That's but somehow tough. I managed to do it to where it's like, you know what? I can just sort of like just compartmentalize that shit and still yes. watch the movie and mm-hmm. do it from a non-biased point of view because there was definitely strong opinions on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Kova thought one way and you thought another. And yeah. by the end of the conversation... Whether I, whether maybe they can they can actually argue this, but whether they care to admit it or not, I think you had them, bro. I think you had them. <laughs> I'll be honest, like like just because I know how the show works, I'm yeah. sure there was some after conversation about something. But that's just because I've been on the show and kind of you know know yeah. how that that shit works. Yeah. But if I was a betting man, I would say you talked you you, you talked them into. Like, I hope your, so. Your point of view. I, I think hope so. so. Might have and, to, uh, yeah, to you. Well. You don't know yet because exactly. I haven't really I said, talked about this yet. Exactly. Because like I said, I went in unbiased. But the Freaking movie that we are talking about. Not going to tell you. What's, not say it again. You. You, went, you weren't saying the thing yesterday. Not going to say it. Can't tell you. We'll wait for the show. Yeah. Is that so wrong? <laughs> it's funny. I was like, that is. I and Later on, I thought about it. And I was like, you know, he made a good point because you're like. Well, let's not talk about podcasts when we just talk about life. I'm like, you know what? He makes a great point. Well, yeah. And it's not so much because it's like, you know, like I kind of jokingly joke, kind of jokingly say, oh, you know, I don't want to just to turn this into a a podcasting. I need to talk to you more than a couple times a week because that's how we got to where we are. Yes. It's not that it's it's not like. um, It's because of the show, like we always have these great conversations on the phone. It's true. And then we hit the show with like seven minutes. Not much to say. You know, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So that's why I do that. And, and you know who who actually got me onto that was Brian at PCL because I would be texting him, hey, man, did you see this? He's like, yep. What you think? Nope. And it made sense <laughs> because, because now, you know, basically it's like because now you're going to listen to the show, that's motherfucker. True. It, that's yeah. True. So that's that's exactly what it is. But in our case, why have the conversation on the phone when we're supposed to do it on the show? Understandable. Right? There's plenty of other shit to talk about. Totally. We were talking about the movie Cherry from 2021. It's on Apple TV. And uh, Cherry drifts from college dropout to army medic. Uh, Tom Holland plays the character of Cherry. So that's why it says it that way. In Iraq, anchored only by his true love, Emily. But after returning from the war with PTSD, his life spirals into drugs and crime. And he struggles to find his place in the world. It's direct. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. Directed by the Russo brothers, ladies and gentlemen. So it was an insta watch for me. Dude. And written by Angela. Ru- oh, Angela Russo. Otstadt. Is there a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, letting the family into the business? Kind yeah, of thing? A little nepotism like it, going on there, perhaps. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Uh-huh. Why not? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. I really like this movie. I want to give you a little pause there. A little dramatic pause. There. Yes, baby. I did. I really like this yes! movie. Now, <laughs> I imagine that the, because this is based on a true story. I imagine that obviously you're going to get more of the, the gruesome information, the, you know, the, the real deal from the real story. Cause that only makes sense, but you only have so much time to tell this movie unless you're like fucking Zack Snyder and you want to do a four hour movie. Yes. And I think that the way that they played this movie, Steve, 
was kind of per- not not perfect. No, rare, rare, rarely is there a perfect movie. Yeah. And I don't even want to say that this is close to a perfect movie. But what I'm saying is, is that for this particular movie with the allotted time they have, I think that they told the story nicely. Yes. But what kind of story are they telling is the thing. Um, first off, I want to say the acting is phenomenal in this. Dude. Tom Holland as Cherry. Uh, Tom has, to answer a question Steve asked me yesterday, I think that Tom has surpassed Spider-Man. Like he's not just about Spider-Man. Much like... Daniel Radcliffe was not just about Harry Potter. But the thing is, the difference between these two cats is that I think it was harder for Daniel Radcliffe to lose, even though he's he's a great actor. I really enjoy his work. But I still, to this day, see Harry Potter playing a Nazi or, you know what I mean, whatever. It's Harry Potter, man. And with Tom Holland, I think that he, you know, he only did a few movies with Marvel, but he was smart to get out of that, like, youthful kind of overly excitable kid mm-hmm. and he can actually do some drama like um, what was that movie it was called uh, the devil all the time that came out on netflix recently he was fantastic in that too that's a good movie steve i'm very curious to think what you uh or now to hear I'm what you would think about that <laughs> yeah he's dude he's super super solid and then of course there's sierra bravo dude. who plays emily now sierra bravo if you don't know who that is she actually plays dell on wayne and i know you weren't into that show that's what everyone but, uh, said, yeah. Dude, you should probably go back and do a, a rewatch of Wayne. Now I got that it's on Prime. I only got two episodes in. Yeah, dude, give it some time. Um, she's phenomenal, phenomenal she's on that great, show. Dude. But she's, she's fantastic. Great. Yeah, apparently, I think she comes from like the. It, it was either the Nickelodeon crowd. I bet you people in our audience can can answer this because some of them are younger than us. But it's either the Nickelodeon crowd or the um, Disney crowd. But she's okay. like one of those actresses. And she is just everything I see her and she's just super solid. She can play it off. She has like this baby face, but she's her her acting skill is able to kind of like just push that all the way and you get into whatever character she's playing. And she's fantastic, man. And and the the story of these two is a, it's a it's fucking painful, dude. Like it was a painful, heartbreaking story. Yes. You know, um to 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 answer if you guys listen to the scenic cast, that's why I'm kind of stumbling over my words just because it's so well explained on that one. I don't want to spend too much time on it. Cause quite honestly, you should go listen to that. It's a fantastic se- you know, like a se- segment rather on this uh, review. But for me, I wasn't quite sure like, like if they were trying to do a PTSD movie or more of the perils of what, like, which is still kind of the same thing, but like what war can do to a person. Mm-hmm. And this movie kind of affected me in a way because without getting into all my personal family business, I have a couple of uh, family members. One of them is no longer with us because he committed suicide. And uh, his son, who was also in the army, and I'm not going to do any military bashing yeah. or anything like yeah, that yeah, on yeah. this here because I don't have the time to do it, to be quite yeah. honest with you. But I will say that it's not, I was not one that was going to go into the military. I have my some, some strong feelings about it. Yes. And it really did come from watching my uncle and then his son come back and they were left hanging basically. Uh, You know, though, just like you see in the, in the movie, there's like nightmares and, and just like desensitization, desensitizing. Yeah. Like, let me explain something here. I I don't want to get too personal, but I remember back in the day of MySpace. maybe it was Facebook. I can't remember, but it was several years ago, obviously. And I remember my cousin was showing footage of them in a, in a, like a, a Hummer yeah. in the desert. And dude, shit is like, it's like in the movies, like, 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 uh, what are those things called? IEDs yeah. or, uh, 
Yeah, there's like IEDs. They didn't have that, but there's like a mortars is the word yeah. I'm looking for. There's fucking mortars raining down on these people. And they're just, they could die at any second. And they, I remember saying that we could just die right now. And they're just so calloused about it, you know? And it's like, I don't know if that's a front or if that's just, it's our situation. And we, this is the only way that I'm going to be able for this mind to process it. But the fact that he put that up on Facebook or MySpace, whatever it was, and he was just kind of like LOLing about it, you know, it told me, okay, you're not really LOLing about this. There's, there's no. shit going on. And we no. come to find out later again, without getting into his business, that he is severely affected by that. My uncle way more. So he was in desert storm. And that just completely fucked him up. So I don't know if this movie is more about like the perils of being in war and coming back and trying to get established a normal life again and how you're left hanging. And, you know, it's just it's just like this downward spiral. Or is this another movie about just drug addiction or is it all just kind of encompassed in one? I, I, don't, I don't really know. Like I only saw it one time and like the other ones where I was watching it multiple times. But I was just like hooked the entire time, Steve. Like I, I, I found it to be incredibly heartbreaking. I found Tom Holland to be a fantastic actor, like just way even better than I thought he was originally with yeah. the, with uh, the devil all the time. Yeah, yeah. His chops are just insane, but the range that this kid can do, man, like yeah. he, you know, he's he is not Peter Parker. He was Spider Man like at the beginning of the movie, kinda. I mean, yeah, he, he was, was kind of like Spidey. Yeah, because he's, what was he, like 18, 19 yes. years old? You know, yes. without telling the whole plot. And by the way, what a fucked up situation she put him in. I know oh, kids will dude. be kids and they'll do some kids stupid shit. Kids will be shit. kids, though. And the thing is, the guy in the army should have known, hey, this kid is not ready for this. He's yeah. doing it for a stupid reason. See, nope. yeah, and again, I don't want to rehash yeah. Because yeah. you, you had such an interesting conversation, guys. I can't stress that enough. Please listen to the scene and cast of this particular episode. Listen to it all the time, but listen yeah. to this episode. Steve had so many amazing points about this. And... That's the thing. It's like, you know, he goes into this recruiter's office and he's all like just fucking he's shot, man. Yes. Like his his this this woman, this girl that he fell in love with says, hey, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and dip out to another country and uh, we got to just go ahead and stop. And it's and the timing was terrible, too, because he just said, I love you. Uh -huh. And she's like, oh, thanks. Thanks. And then suddenly Ugh. she's moving, you know, so she My gave heart him, she, broke with the thanks. Yeah. But again, they're kids. Yes. You know, they were just they were just kids. Yeah. So she freaks out. I, I'm assuming that's what they were getting at. She kind of freaks out and she's like, I need, you know, I'm not ready for any of this. I'm young. I have this uh, this college career I need to do and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I'm going to go ahead and dip out before mm -hmm. things get too real. So then again, like a kid, and I, I can't say that I've made this decision before, but I do remember being heartbroken. You do some dumb shit when yes. you're heartbroken. And Probably the least, like the less people you talk to is probably better, right? Yeah. Because it keeps you from making dumb decisions. Yes. Well, you know, I, again, say what you want about the army, the military, everything. I personally think one of the dumbest decisions to make, particularly as a kid, is to go into any place where you're going to make a life-changing decision because you're heartbroken. Yes. Because you will see shit so differently and, and hopefully like a, you know, a short amount of time, but you will look back and go like, wow, you know, like. <laughs> Even if you enjoyed going to the army, still you would yeah. look back and be like, "Man, I, I, I'm cool. Everything's good here, and you know, I got a nice career." But man, I did that for a stupid fucking reason, yes. you know. Yes. And that's exactly what happens in this. So he does this. He goes into the army, or he enlists, I should say, and then, like, you know, a really, really quick afterwards, she called like a kid. She calls him back up and say, "Hey, I didn't mean any of that, and you know, I'm not going to move after all." And now he's stuck yeah. because the army doesn't go, "Oh." Oh, well, good luck to you, too. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind, you silly goose. Just yeah. go out there and love. Just love love. Because love yes. love is everyone. We should all love love, you know? Yeah. And that's just not how it goes down in real life. So 
Ugh. Now, this is when it starts to get ugly, man, because he goes and, and there's, I'm not going to tell you everything. I, I'm, this is not going to be a spoiler um, review, yeah. but seeing some of the things, much like what I was just talking about with my cousin happened to him. And I know things like this happened to my cousin too. He wasn't a medic, but he's a, he's a medic. So obviously he is going to see some crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. One of the things I'll just say this one thing is that at one point he goes up to one of his buddies, I think, well, you know, one of his uh, army mates and his intestines are just like Dude. spilling out of him. And he's got to like push him back in. That's going to fuck with you. Yeah. To say the least. That's and they're just like, you. all right, let's go next. Next, let's go. Let's go. Next. You just got to yeah. start going. Go, go, yeah. go. And, you know, and then like it explains why they call him Cherry in this particular part of the movie. Mm-hmm. And you could probably figure it out. It's an army movie. Young kid. They call him Cherry. And but when he gets back home and the night terrors start. And this is when you really realize what Tom Holland can do with his acting. Like, like the breakdowns he has, the anxiety attacks that he has, you know, it's just, it's just this downward spiral that leads into drug addiction and, and, and ultimately like, well, still drugs, but like heroin use and that whole web that it spins that, how that affects certain people around him. Uh, it's, it's just heartbreaking, heartbreaking, dude. And the reason that it affected a certain person around him too, was more like, you know what? I just fucking give up. I, I give, give up. up. Yes, exactly. Fine. You know, like, like you've got me so fucked up right now that I just fucking give up. So I want to do what you're doing because oh. clearly it's not fucking you up. You're fine, Dude. which is not the case at all. But then how that whole thing goes and where it leads these two, like it just shows you like, yes, it's a movie, but it's a true story. And it just shows you how fast life can change for someone that quick, whether, you know, when love's involved, mm-hmm. when there's trauma involved, just the decisions that we make. Uh, and it's just, it's up. crazy. And then like what he has to do to maintain addiction. And I'm not going to say that you haven't seen a movie like this before, but the way that they kind of put it all, you know, you've seen a movie like this before. I don't know. I can't think of one, but yeah. there you've seen these movies before, but this one is very well done. Uh, I, I enjoyed it very much. And I really, really recommend that you guys check it out. Uh, uh, yeah, Steve, I really can't really find anything too bad to say about it. I did not find it boring. I will disagree with the guys over at Scenic Cast. I'm not like arguing with them or anything, but I don't know how you see it boring. Like it was just, I, I never once Those felt two like hours I needed to look went, at it. My... Dude, I looked yeah, I was, it was like, like oh, two... crap, it's off. What is oh, it? It's, uh, how long is it here? Does it say? Two hours and 22 minutes. Dude, so, I didn't even notice. It just went, dude. I was like, oh. Son of a bitch, I've watched a lot of television this week, but that's another story. <laughs> you I don't know why my pants don't fit. Here's, but, I, here's what I'll tell you. The thing you watched that's going to take yeah. most of your time up, dude. When you say you watch something twice, I'm like, oh, that's your whole lo- that's your whole week, dude. It's over. Yeah, yeah. I watched, well, I don't even know why I'm being hit. I'm, I watched the Justice League, the original, you know, the, the Joss Whedon abortion because I wanted to have a comparison of what we were about to watch. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. That's like, I'm good. glad I did. Too. You can you know? steer the combo. Well, I mean, it's again, I, I don't want this to be like a word breakdown. I just want to know, like, I think we have a great cast, um, not cast, but like an assembled panel because mm-hmm. like, where, where do you stand on it? You, you liked it, right? The first you watched one? justice league and you really enjoyed yeah, it. I, I thought it, matter no, of fact, I, I, I know that was, I'm asking you, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I didn't think I didn't think it was amazing. I, I liked it. I was like, it's good. Yeah. Well, I just listened to our review. It was episode five, by the way. Yeah. And because um, I wanted to hear what we said. And we were both pretty enthusiastic about it. I did say like, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Yeah. 
Um, I wasn't bored or anything like that. I will say now that in retrospect, after trying to watch it again, that it's just, I saw, you know, sometimes, and I know I do this all the time. I do this like big time with uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I want to like a movie so much that I convinced myself I liked it because it's a big spectacle. It's the fucking Justice League. It is the DC Avengers. And here we are. And it's a big thing. And, you know, and there was a lot of hype around the movie and a lot of like drama because of what happened with Zack Snyder's yeah. daughter yeah, and then yeah, Joss yeah. Whedon yeah, yeah, taking yeah. over and the fucking fake mustache. It could and have all been that so shit. bad. Yeah. Yeah. The digitized, uh, you know, non mustache, all of that stuff. It was just was it was a, a spectacle and I wanted to yeah. see it. So I think I got kind of caught up in the hype and I remember seeing it in the theater and I was like, yeah, it was good. And after watching it, it just shows you in particular. Well, I'm not going to say anything about uh, Zack Snyder's version, but it just showed me how choppy that movie was. Yeah. And I just couldn't watch it anymore. I found it to be not really? something I just, Yeah, but but I did watch it again for the yeah. purposes of the podcast coming up this weekend. And I can honestly say that it I um I didn't dislike it as much as I thought I did, but I can completely see the disaster of a movie that it really was in the end. You know I what I mean? I got to watch it again. I might have to watch that again. I would recommend it actually, dude. I, I think it would be a good little, you know, it's it's yeah, it's a lot of time. I mean, you're putting in 6 hours dude. if you do. But what the fuck else are you going to do, Steve? You know? I mean, Lord have mercy. Here's what I will say. I, I think, and this is the teaser for the Patreon. I think uh, there was Superman's mustache getting CGI'd on, the fir- on Justice League. There's a person's face that gets CGI'd in this next movie, Zack Snyder's, that I think is not as bad, but it's just as, just like, ugh, that looks horrendous. You can oh, tell man. it's not him. It's just not him. I am drawing a blank. Don't say it. I'll save it for Sunday. You can pause if you'd like. Okay. We almost started having like our uh, <laughs> our Justice League episode on pause, but we stopped. So we're oh, back so what is your what is your uh, uh, rating for Cherry? So I'm going to go ahead and give um, I'm going to give Cherry out of our ratings. I'm going to go ahead and go. I will go three point seven five out of five hanging needles That's hypodermic strong. needles that is strong dude yeah 3.75 out of five hypodermic needles and i know that you saw the scene i was referring to when he said uh two scenes one tell me about what's happening with you on the phone tell me about your life i don't even yeah. want to talk oh and then the did you serve your country dude yeah oh, crap dude yeah Probably that yeah, line he, bugs you know, the hell out of me that sort of line i'm like oh screw you but in that moment, I'm like, I feel everything he's saying right now. Because he had nothing left. You're referring to a scene in the bank. Ugh. And he goes up to the teller and he's like, you know, the way he robs, it's, I guess it's a spoiler, but it's not a big yeah. one. He, the way that he robs these banks mm-hmm. is that he comes in with a dollar bill and it says, I have a gun. This is a robbery, something like that. So this, you know, he, it's funny to watch the different reactions of the different tellers. Yes. Like the one lady that's like, like the one that's like, that's all you get. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> she just Shoot me then. Chomp. That's all you get. What yeah. you going to do? But the one that you're talking about. Yeah. Because you know, he, he got her to give her more money. And then as he's leaving, he's like, Hey, I'm going to let the security guard, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to make it think, seem like you didn't help me out. And she's like, that makes you a good person. Then he's like, Ugh. Ooh, but then his only reply is, did you serve your country? Which in his head, it kind of, I mean, it makes sense in a way. Cause it's like, like how did you, you, did you allow, did you give yourself to the government? So c- to come back like this? Yes. And, and you know, whatever it's in but his she head. She has no course. reference to it. She's like, I don't even, I don't know. I didn't. So what? But in his brain, he's going through everything he just went through. Yeah. It's All completely validated things. his, his actions in his head. Yes. So, you so know, I, and then, 
I was just going to say, there's also this character of, uh, what's his name? Was it Coke and Pills? Pills and Coke? Dude looks just like Seth Rogen. That guy, man, is for the shitty, sleazy character that he was. Uh, I like I liked his character. Like, it was well acted, I, should, I yes. guess I could say. The whole movie is actually very well acted. and Very good, dude. Everyone I could did. probably talk about this movie for a long time, but again, you guys went at it for like an hour, and I think it's worth listening to. So. The Russo brothers, man. Yeah, Russo man. All right, what else? Did you, you see 21 Bridges? No. That's Russo Brothers. And it's I, Chadwick. I know I could. And now I really can't do it. Now that my boy's gone. Man, people die. I'm not trying to be insensitive about it, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't celebrate his career. Absolutely. But I also didn't want to see it at the time. Fair enough. It hurt too much, right? No, I just thought it was super. Uh, it looked boring. It did look boring as fuck, did it? Then again, Cherry could have looked that way too. Yeah, Twenty One Bridges though it was just like oh, I've it? seen this movie nine. No, but I, oh. it's the reason. Same thing. It's like I, this movie looks like, you know, like I'm I've already seen it. it. Now. now I'm gonna watch it. Should we? Maybe. Maybe we can turn that into a Patreon episode. Yes. Let's anyway, do sorry. It. We're planning. We're planning shit out on the show. I apologize yes, about we're that. We're doing like seen it and been like we're gonna do this on the fifth of May, twenty twenty. <laughs> hey, you know what? You got to give them props for structure though. I love because like. You know, with with Cinecast, getting back to that, yes, I know a month in advance when I'm going to be on, and I usually get the what we're going to be watching like the week of. Sometimes I'll get it sooner, but usually it's the week of, and that's well played, well planned just out. Just like you do. With, with no, with us, it's like I'm calling you. We're recording on Thursday, and I'm calling you on like Tuesday. Hey, what do you want to talk about? No, but you're very <laughs> organized. You're very organized. Now, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Are. I could be more, but thank you. All right, what else we got? So, do uh, you got anything else? I have nothing. All right, so just two quick things, and then we can either move on or get out or whatever we got to do. But I, these are just recommendations. Go for it. I highly recommend you go to Disney Plus right now if you like WandaVision and watch Assembled. I think it's going to be a series. It says episode one, but it's the making of WandaVision. And it's it's fantastic, man. I really always get into like watching. Like if I rented, uh, what was it? When I bought Last Jedi, they did a fantastic making of documentary. And uh, there's probably one on uh, Rise of Skywalker too, but I was too pissed and I didn't watch it. But they do a really, really good job of explaining, you know, the formation of the show, the angles they were trying to take, um, the actors having, I'm talking about Paul Bettany and uh, Elizabeth Olsen, having two different opinions of what was about to go down. Because if you're not aware, they actually filmed those 50s, 60s, and 70s, I think maybe the 80s, but they filmed, they literally filmed those in front of a live studio audience. So Elizabeth Olsen, who had gone to school and, and had like a dramatic part of her life where she was doing drama is what I'm trying to say. She, you know, she was all for it. She wanted to do that because she loved those shows in the first place. And she's able to kind of also you know, her she, freaking sisters did the same thing. That's true. She grew up on basically she grew up on the set of house. Yes. She's watching her older sisters do family sitcom. Yep. So like it was just ingrained in her to yep. do this. She took to that shit like a duck to water. And I really think she did. I think she did a fucking fantastic job. She is going to be a massive part of phase four. I think if they don't utilize her, it's going to be a waste because I don't know what the hell they've been doing with Wanda this entire time. I understand now why it is the way it is, but if she could have been doing more in the Avengers movies, like she would have been a fucking like a major star. I think she's fantastic for sure. But uh, anyway, and then Paul Bettany's fantastic too. And who knew he had this comedic side? I didn't really good. Um, But you see them just getting super excited about getting ready to go on. And he was more reluctant because he hadn't really been in that situation for a long time around those kind of people. He wouldn't know how he was going to deal with like a bunch of studio audience, people looking at him and stuff. And again, he took to it like a duck to water and you could just see how much fun they have. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, I could just go along and then they do this. And they talk about this and they talk about that. It's a making of WandaVision. That's what it is. But I highly recommend that you guys watch this. I, I was thoroughly entertained. It's only like an hour long. And as for like a documentary like that, uh, a little bit of a different rating because I do enjoy documentaries a lot. And if it gives me what I want out of it, like how, how did this get Perfect. done? Why did this get done? How yeah. did you feel? I go high. So I'm going to go ahead and give Assemble the making of WandaVision four out Perfect. of five. Yeah. Four out of five. Uh, what am I going to give? Four out of five. Uh, I'm going to give it four out of five runes, Steve. Runes? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, you know, I was just thinking something off the top of my head. I, maybe, uh, you know, off mic, maybe we should phase out the goofiness and just, just do numbers. What do you think? No, no. No? Keep it going? Yes! All right. Good good job, Jesus. buddy. Thank you. I was starting to lose confidence. Like, maybe you didn't want to play along anymore. I, I still do these things. Good. I appreciate it. Thank you. You do send me flowers still, sir. I, I appreciate do. that. Thank you very much. Hey, real quick, though, this one's not even out yet. It's the last thing I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to be very, very loose with it. It is uh, coming out on March 26th on Prime. There is a whole comic series about this right now. You can buy compendiums one through three, I believe, on Amazon. And I they're not cheap, by the way. So if you can find them elsewhere, I highly recommend that. But we're talking about Invincible, episodes one through three. I'm talking about it. You're not talking about it, Steve, because I'm talking to you. But um, how much familiarity do you have with this? I've never heard of it. Okay, well, that's good. So it's actually a comic that was written by Robert Kirkman. And yeah, dude, you're in. Trust me. I'll just give the synopsis. An adult animated series based on the Skybound image comic about a teenager whose father is the most powerful superhero on the planet. So sounds like a show I'm watching. Dude, listen to this cast. (laughs) Sandra Oh, J.K. Simmons, Stephen Yun, Zazie Beetz, Walter Goggins, Jillian Jacobs. Jason Manzukas, I'm going to talk about that guy. Gray Griffin, Kevin Michael Richardson, Zachary Quinto. Uh, let's see who else. Mark Hamill, Seth Rogen, Nicole Byer, Mae Whitman, Clancy fucking Brown. Love it. Brian, and if you're listening right now, you better have done the right decision. That's all I'm going to say about that. And then, of course, uh, sorry, I know that makes no sense to you, Steve, but that's all I'm going with. John Hamm is in it. Ross Marquand is in it. There's so many people that's in dope. this, dude. And it is a fantastic show. I think you're going to dig it. It is an animated show. Uh, it's it's basically made to look just like the comic, and it does. And I started reading the comic. I'm not very far into it, but I can tell you right now that these first three episodes tend to really stay close to what's in the, because uh, I'm reading the compendium. So like the first few books of the compendium is where this tends to lie. I have a feeling that it's going to jump a little bit like these shows do because there's a lot to this story. And I think they're only going to tell it. And I want to say it's like 10 episodes, if I'm okay. not mistaken. Let me tell you right now, folks, just because I'm right here. And I have to borrow that compendium from you. Uh, it's digital, my friend, but we can try. There's going to be eight episodes. Okay. And you're going to get the first three. I believe it's going to work like this. You're going to get the first three on March 26th. Okay. And then they'll start dropping week to week. So I have seen the screeners of the first three. And I kind of talked about it a little bit on one of our Patreon episodes. Very, very briefly. But uh, And I kind of, I, I made a an accurate comparison. But I will say this. If you enjoy a little bit of blood and guts, if you enjoyed the boys, now I'm not talking about like for the, like, Oh my God, they did crazy shit again. It's not like that. But if you like that raw violence kind of like, but it's all around like real people. It's hard to explain to, but this show it's it's almost believable in a way, even though there's like superpowers and shit involved. It's just like, if that shit was really going on, uh, much like the boys, you end up with this weird hierarchy of of um, heroes. Yeah, some are going to be good, some are going to be bad. Most will be, and bad. yeah, most are going to be bad because of, of course, you know, power, just yeah, raw fucking power. Superman will be horrible in real life, right? But the story basically takes place. Stephen Yoon is uh, this is the best part. So, like, 
Stephen Yoon plays Mark Grayson, okay? And his dad is played by J.K. Simmons, who's Nolan Grayson. He plays a guy named Omni-Man, who is like, uh, let's call him like Superman. You know what I mean? He's like the biggie, yeah. the main guy yeah. out of all the superheroes. So Highlander. It's, it's known that he is going to, there's a potential for him to have powers, you know, but it's like, is it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And eventually it does. And this is not a spoiler because it got, you have a fucking comic strip. It's got to go somewhere. But so the first episode's about him, you know, discovering his powers and his father having some reluctance about it, but, but trying to help him go through it and, and navigate through these newfound powers. But then the show takes a turn at the, at the very first episode, the very end of it, which made me go, Oh snap. It's going to be like the boys. Like I'm immediately in. that was my I'm first in. thought because, I'm and I'm not going to say why, but I will say you will, you're going to go, God damn it. He was right. And then, you know, so then uh, the, the second episode, I'm, I was thinking it's going to be the same way, but it's not, but it's still a fantastic story. It's just a continuation of what's yeah. going on. And we still don't really know what's going on with um, the end of the first episode. Okay. You, you know, there's a big bad, you mm-hmm. just don't know why and what their motives are. Okay. But all of the acting is fantastic in this, man. The only complaint I have, and it's not even a true complaint, it's just that I don't get down with this guy, is that you always know when Jason Manzukis is on. He plays a character like named that, Rex. Yeah. He's always talking with his voice like yeah. this. And everything you see, he's just talking like this all the time. And it's yeah. like, I'm hey, good like for him. Man he's Zuc- making money doing this yeah. shit. It's just like, dude, do something else. Do some you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, maybe wait, I've okay. just I've seen because I was watching uh, I said I'm not gonna review it or anything, but I, I have Paramount Plus and they just put on the Kroll show. So I've been watching a lot of the Kroll show. And by the way, if you do have Paramount Plus and you uh, you haven't seen the Kroll show, check that shit out because you're going to see like, oh, there's Brie Larson. Oh, there's everybody I like that's now Absolutely. famous did on you this watch, show. Did you watch uh, The League? I did watch The League. Uh, some of it. I didn't watch all of too. it. It was great. And I don't know why I never really like, like watched the whole thing, but I, I'm familiar with it. I'm familiar with the characters. Again, yeah. Manzukas is on that as well. Yeah, Kroll's on that as well. Yeah. All those people. You dude. know, it's, Kroll it's, is it's, like stupid wealthy. Yeah, I think he was born stupid wealthy. Yeah, born stupid wealthy. Yeah, so good for him, man. I mean, I know. You know he here's the thing. He, had, he addresses it. Whenever someone in an interview was like, so you really came up, you know, doing the, he's like, let's stop right there. Let's just stop right there. He's like, no, I had it easier than, I mean, come on. It's, I was rich, so it was easy for me. Let's not yeah. act like I'm, I was like, oh, I love him. He understands. Like, I'm he's sure, like, let's just calm down. Yeah, I'm sure that it opens a lot of doors for him. Yeah, but if he didn't have talent. He would have really gone nowhere. You know exactly. what I mean? Oh, He's like, I had the freedom to <laughs> it's, it's foster my could have gone all the way to the top. Exactly. He's like, some people had to be waiters and waitresses. He's like, I could just foster my talent and not have to do anything else. So right. I had it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's dope that he understands. He's like, I saw my fellow comedians having to work all night and then do stand. I didn't have to do that. I could just. But he's really fun. Dude, that guy is just funny, dude. Just yeah, it's funny. <laughs> You know, the, the whole Invincible review kind of crossed over to a Kroll show Oops, review. Oops, I'm sorry. But, yeah, um, that's what we're talking about. No, 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 no. Zookis. I'm just saying, since since it came up, uh, I, I highly recommend you watch you that stopped. show. I, wanna, I do want to rate you from the... Yeah, I'm not going to go on more with the Kroll show. But check it out, by the way. You, you really should check that show. Now, Invincible, like, again, it starts March 26th. And like I said, you're going to get the first three episodes, and then it's going to drop week to week after that. Uh, I think that Amazon has another winner on its hands. I think that you and I have a new comic that we can read. Oh, Smith. We could sit next to each other and read it, Steve, and then we can look at each other. We could just look at each other and go, and, yeah, just, I think, I know, I saw that. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> we could, though, I'm saying, you know, if you wanted to. But if not, you can just go ahead and get your own compendium. I believe Johnny Bucks is in the, in the process of reading this right now. I was listening hey, to- Hey, morning. I was listening to, ooh, Electric Shock. 
the other day and they were talking about that. So, and by the way, guys, uh, this, I know I'm a little bit all over the place, but speaking of Johnny Bucks and Electric Shock, check it out. Him and Robert Fantastic on this. Listen, and it's listen. just, it's just such a charming show. And I'm sure that within a very short amount of time, we're going to have those guys on to talk with them and get to know them and learn a little bit more about their relationship, the long-term friendship that they've had. And of course, Ooh, Electric Shock. I just like to say it. Ooh, Electric Shock. I like to say it like them. Ooh, Electric Shock. I like it because he says it different every single time. <laughs> and they just laugh about it. <laughs> they're just adorable. They're two adorable friends, man. That's the they're best adorable, I can tell you. But dude. Really are. Love but it. yeah, Invincible. Uh, I will go ahead and rate this one. I am going to give Invincible three and a half out of five shocking endings. I'll just say it. I'll give it that. I don't really want to say anything really about it. Shocking endings. I'll just I say I can't that. wait. To, I can't, I Episode can't. one, you're like, whoa. And it's... That's what really had me. And the other thing that I'll say, uh, I was going to say, it's like, it's an animated show, but you've just watched like a whole bunch of DC animated oh, movies, dude, right? Listen. I haven't really seen a lot of them, so but the animation is very, to me anyway, is very reminiscent. The, the very like strong jaw lines and the, the long, you know, the, the sharp lines with mm-hmm. the pencil. It's, it's very much like a DC animated I'm on it. series. Just the way it looks to me anyway. That's the closest I can come to it. But if you like that kind of thing, um, it's really cool to see it in a way. I know DC can get pretty dark too, but it's really cool to see it in a way where there's some, uh, you know, more adult kind of things happening with the animation. It just works. The cast is fantastic. And I'll even take Manzoukas as well. So yeah. Uh, what I say? 3.5? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna give it 3.5 out of five shocking endings. First episode. I can't wait to. to watch this. Hopefully it works for me. Hopefully. I, I don't think it's going to work for you, dude. No, I'm saying I, the thing, the email, hopefully oh. it works for me. <laughs> We'll, that, uh, yeah, we'll make it work. I know some people. I can okay, always make it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. You know me and, and, and animated features are a thing. So yeah. now oh, I've, year, I've been sitting on this series for a while because I got it over a month ago, but I could not talk about it until today. So I just wanted to give a little, well, a little taste look, of what's for, to come. Thanks a lot, Dan. Dude. Cool. <laughs> why? What are you saying? Why you didn't get it? Yes. Well, okay, since you're going to ask me, Steve, there has been many times where I've been like, hey, you should do this. And you'd be like, I nah. always do. Not always. But of the time. I tell you what, I'm going to be the bigger man here. Or, or I'm going to be a big boy, I should say, and say that I am sorry that I did not get this to That's you. That's okay. And we talked about it recently, but you also could have said, hey, uh, can you hook me up? You could have said that. We talked about we screeners. We need to get on that Oscar screener mode. I think that's not very hard to get onto. Yeah, well. Work on it, buddy, because I, I don't know where to start Oscar with that. Movie, uh, I wouldn't watch any of I'm so done with that. Anyway, we'll talk about that maybe in the Patreon, too. I'm done with the Oscars. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then another the thing, lastly, I'm just going to say, and I don't, I, don't, I don't even really have, like, specifics, but I was uh, at work, and it was slow, and the Grammys were on. And I do not know the Grammys anymore, Steve. Do I? I, it just, it just, I feel so out of touch. Yes. And I don't know if it's just me getting old, but I don't think that's the case. I just think that the Grammys don't. There's something in pop music that I'm not getting anymore. And maybe that's just an old man thing, but I just don't feel it. I don't. Something happened where it's all about like shaking asses and money again. And it's not good to me. Like there's no heart in the music. You would be because even my mom, like when Snoop or somebody would win something or whatever, she'd be like, I don't like them, but I know why they won because they're in the they're in the the ether. I know who Snoop is because it was good music, even if she didn't like it. Now I don't even know who these people are because the music's not good. 
all they're doing really is they're not. praying that Beyonce doesn't drop an album every year. They're just praying that she doesn't so that she doesn't just win because yeah. she's still a musician where she's like, yeah. I'll still do this thing that's really good. All these other people, I don't know who they are, Doug. You know, and know I'm trying are. to like, and I don't have to like these people, like whatever. They obviously have a fan base, but it's like, I don't know if it's just me or not, because there have been times where it's like, hey, have you heard this? It's not really my jam, but I will check it out. And, yes. I'll, and I'll at least be able to go, hey, you know what? It's not something I would listen to all the time, but I totally see where you're coming from. And to to like prove it, song three, this part, whatever. Yes. And I'll like talk about, I'll, I'll, I'll give them something to let them know that I'm not just like, oh yeah, it's cool. Yes. I, I don't know what it is. Like no. Post Malone? I, Dude, listen. I don't get it, bro. I I, I've tried. The Nas winning hip hop album. They're just giving it to him for this album you're getting it? Yeah, this is when you get involved. This And the thing is, they're giving it to him for everything he didn't get it for. Because this is Nas's first Grammy. They're like, this, I'm like, this doesn't save the Grammys. Nas should have won a long time ago. Y'all are just giving it to him now. Nas should have won ages ago. Y'all are trash. And um, Trevor Noah, not a good host. I'm not really into that cat. I'm, uh, he's okay. He's good on he's the political like, stuff. Yes. I was going to say, in a political sense, they're especially, you know... You know where we're going, but yeah. he he had some doozies, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you get it, man." But when it's coming to like hosting stand up comedy, put it this way, bro. All we've ever done is the noises, and then yes, you and I know that we kill it on the noises. But outside of that, I don't know how I don't know how a, a good of a host I would be. I think I'd get incredibly nervous. I think so. I could do better than Trevor Noah at the Grammys. I'm calling. He it was now. pretty bad, dude. I uh, would you know, get up honestly. there and be like, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna do better because he set you up for yeah. a worst case scenario." I'm going to be able to do this thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you got to be at least fun. Like Chris Rock, he's uh he really works on his thing. Like it has to go through a few, like there's people in the crowd that help him write. And it's like, yeah, it has to be funny, 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 funny. And so that's why he kills it. I don't know if Trevor's doing that. I think, he's, and also I got to give Trevor, Trevor a little bit of a pass. It's COVID season. I will say Bill Burr is just funny, dude. Bill Burr. Did you see what he said on the Grammys? I did not. <laughs> he he walked up to a presented award and he's like, was it just me or did that last piano solo make you want to kill yourself? <laughs> you got to love Burr. I am so late to the Bill Burr train, but I, God damn it. He's the best, dude. He's like, did anybody else want to kill themselves? And, and you hear people in the crowd like laughing. But I know whoever just did that piano solo was like, that was pointless. But Bill Burr is not going to just not say something. He's just going to be like, hey, am I the only one that thought that was terrible or what? Just ruined that pianist whole evening. <laughs> I thought I was actually pretty good. Like, he's still talking about it. it I thought it was so pretty good. funny, dude. Bill Burr, oh, also on the Kroll Show, by the way. Dude, that dude is, you got to watch, you got to catch up on all his stand-up, stand-up specials. Dude. I have a lot of catching up to do, but uh, I don't know if it was necessarily, no, you know, what was it that made me really like him? You didn't like the movie, but it was the, um, it was the King of Staten Island. I thought he put in a hell of a performance on that. And then and Mando ever since just then, sent him into the stratosphere for you. Which one? Mandalorian just sent him into the stratosphere for you. Uh, that's that's a little oversaid, but I just, I'm like, this dude's really good and he deserves my attention. Did you, you like, know, like I want to. Um, I didn't finish Breaking Bad. I did finish Breaking Bad, but I did it like over the course of a long, long time. So it's like, there's a lot of little characters I forgot and stuff like that. I have a controversial take. Okay. People overrate it. Yeah. I will say that for sure. Like when they talking about it, I like, yeah, I liked it. Like it was one of the best. I'm like, why does it always go there? 
Like you're because, putting this in the same league as the Sopranos? Because everything has to be that's new. You always have to do that. Uh, people tend to, and uh, you know, I've done this before. Podcasters do this shit all the time. Anyone that's like a, I don't want to say we're personalities, but like, you know, um, uh, someone on YouTube or something yeah. like that, they go super, super fucking hard for something. And part of me makes me wonder, is that so we can get listeners or viewers or do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know if that's really the case or it could just be like myself where, and it's probably, this is probably the case where it's like, you'll want to like something you I want that. You that. put the work in and you want to enjoy it and you see other people enjoying it and you kind of want to be like, yeah, yeah, but it's just not right for you. Yeah, you I know? watched and, I was like, it was fine, but compared to The Wire, compared to The Sopranos, we're not having a conversation. Okay, I got one for you. Go What's ahead. better, Breaking Bad or Sons of Anarchy? That is a fantastic Because the thing is, I can say Breaking Bad, but if I watch Sons again... I'd be like, oh, Sons. I forgot, Sons. Sons is so fucking good, dude. Sons I have to give so, it to Sons. I'm giving it to Sons. Yeah. I think you made a wise me. decision. For me. Yeah. The disagree with this Breaking if you want Bad to. was better. The acting in Breaking Bad was better. But the show, Sons of Anarchy, was better for me. I saw I just, and I was, motor, I was riding motorcycles at the time. Oh. What kind of bike? I think you told me before. but what It kind was of bike? a uh, KZ1000. That's like a. Um, it's like chips, a chips bike. <laughs> yeah. Were you like doing the? <laughs> were you riding on Highway like, One with a chips theme in your head? Look at me! Look at me on this bike! I was like, yeah, yeah, that's man. funny. Yeah, but I, I loved Sons, man. But I would, I would say the. Oh, I couldn't rewatch Breaking Bad. I couldn't rewatch Sons. But I promise if anyone rewatches Sopranos or The Wire, they wouldn't stop watching it. I will say that about Sons. I have done a, a Sons rewatch. Full rewatch. I know a couple of people that are doing Sons rewatches right now, and they're like, it's just there as good. There is somebody that was, I saw that come across a page. I feel like I did too, but I'm talking about somebody at work. Oh, are they liking it? Yeah. They like it just as, like maybe even a little bit better. I, think I felt like- bad though because <laughs> I felt bad because someone else just started watching it too, right? And I got my seasons mixed up. So they're all, I'm like, what season are you on? I think it was five. And I'm like, oh, that was a bitch when this person died. And you probably know the person that I'm talking uh-huh. about. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not there yet. I'm like, oh, oh. I am so sorry. Because uh, that was like one of the. That's huge. I felt terrible, dude, because that's a heavy hitter for that show. When this particular person dies, like it was such a heavy hitter for that show that the cast got fucked up off it. Yes. Have you ever seen that video? I'm not going to say what it is, but they're all gathered around a certain oh, person doing a. Uh-huh. Dude, that shit's emotional. It's just like on and, uh, The Walking Dead, there's a there's a video of someone, everyone kissing a certain character goodbye. Uh, oof. And they're all kissing them goodbye. On, and you know the person, too. It was a, I'll say a baseball bat. And they all come up and give him a kiss goodbye. And he's like, bye, everybody. But now, considering who he is now, it was a, he went on to bigger. <laughs> bye, everybody. I got to go get my head caved in now. Man, that was crazy. But I think... um. Okay, you think you, for you, Sons is one of the best shows of all time, right? On the spot, I'm gonna have to say yes. What would you What would you say is better, Sons? Or ah, I knew Game you were gonna go there. You and your you and your comparisons. <laughs> it's always like the extreme ones too. It always Sons, has to be the best or the worst. There's Sons no in between for Steve Hudson. Um, Ga- Game of Thrones ended terribly. Sons Game ended of Thrones ended terribly, but. Ran wonderfully up until what was it? Se- series seven, right? Yeah, season seven. Last season, dude. It was a fucking garbage <laughs> it was fire. Terrible. Just a dumpster fire. 
But <laughs> Suns, they, they faltered a little bit in the end season only because they were making Jack so dark. Yeah, he was. Like super, super dark. And yes. he's like, you, you, you know, as much as you're rooting for this character at a certain he point, and I guess that's actually just good writing. Villain. Be- yeah, it's good writing because you, co- it's, and it's almost comparable to like, say, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Same thing. You're sort of rooting, rooting rather for uh, Walter White. Uh huh. And then as shit goes on, you're like, you dirty motherfucker. Oh, like, absolutely. He's like, that's I just am. dirty as shit what you just did. Like that and whole, same thing. Yeah, that yeah. whole, uh, what did Walter White say? It's like, I am the one who not. Yeah. Then you're like, you start oh, getting this all... just switched. <laughs> right yeah. there, it switched. Say my name and all that shit. Dude. Which wasn't bad, but it's like, you know, it makes you look at the character differently. But it doesn't necessarily make you not like the show anymore. But like with with uh, Sons of Anarchy, you watched Jax. Yes. He was always kind of, he wasn't a bad guy, but it was just that was the life that he was in. And he was doing what he had to do for his for his club. He always had to do Absolutely. everything for his club. But I will say but, there was no episode in Sons except for one. Kind of, but none of them made me feel the way of the Red Wedding. That Red Wedding scene, I was like, what the yeah. crap is happening in this When that episode? shit was over, I just had to stare at the television like <laughs> as the credits were rolling. Like with my hand, just kind of, you can see me. I was just kind of like, you're like, what? <laughs> you know, like it was crazy. You know, was, remember people nuts. stopped watching after that. They're like, yeah. we're you done. Know, it's too much. I'm going to have to say, regardless of the shitty last season, I'm going to have to give it to Thrones. Dude, some of those dragon scenes, you were just like, dragons exist. Like, you're like, this is a dragon. When my man looks up at the sky and says, hold up a second, and throws a spear. Dude! <laughs> He's like, hey, I got to holler at you real quick. Man, the Lakers were crazy last night, right? Hold <laughs> on, give me that thing real quick. <laughs> you're using that? Hold on, let me see you real quick. Yeah, and then just takes. I mean, Dude. there are just some some ending scenes. Not necessarily even always the ending scene, but there are just some very graphic scenes in Thrones that I'll never forget. All of that Ramsey Bolton shit. Oh my god! You know um, how bad did you remember Homeboy? Uh, when uh, Home? Oh, we don't want to ruin it, but there's a part where Homegirl unleashes dogs show. on people that we hate, a person we hate. Yeah. That was a yeah. great, we were waiting for how many freaking uh, episodes for him to die. Die uh, already. You just, and that's the thing about uh, Thrones too, is there are so many characters in this, maybe not so many, but there are a few characters in this that you're just like, I just want you to Please fucking, fucking die, die violently. Every just fucking the worst episode. way possible. And they, but they give you the, we're not only going to let you watch them die. We're going to make sure that you feel satisfied after they, like the, when a certain person gets killed by the exact girl you want to kill him, you're like, mm. yes! Like, you're like, come on, baby! Yes! But you know what pisses me off the most? Mm. <laughs> you know what? For the for the one person that hasn't watched it yet, the, the brother-sister thing, yeah. okay? How that goes down at the end. Oh, yeah! That's it? Yeah. That's That's... Okay. A wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful, pretty much walk into the sunset. Yeah, pretty much. I I wanted them to be Vicaris. Essentially, you're getting off scot-free, though you do pay a price. But you're paying a price in a way that works for you. You, And I hated that about that. And There's so many things I hated about season seven. There was, it was a bad season. And I think that's the only, again, in my opinion, Wonder Woman was on that show. Uh, Wonder Woman was on that show. That's who should have been Wonder Woman. I was thinking about that just yesterday, actually, Steve. Uh, 
She probably would have. And I, and I think you know why I'm saying this. It was just that she just didn't have the aesthetic of Wonder Woman. That's really what it was. That's they, why they she were, didn't. Yeah, she, they even, didn't I don't even know. She, she probably didn't even try out for the parts, Steve. But I'm just saying for they me, clearly had something in gorgeous. mind with the aesthetic of Wonder Woman. I think she's gorgeous. And what? Well, good. I'm glad. That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm not even trying to say that in a, in a smart ass way. I'm saying that's that's cool that it worked. I'm just saying I don't even know if she was ever up for the role. But I know why they picked Gal Gadot. But then again, I don't know why they picked Gal Gadot. Because watching, bruh, watching, listen, the, bro, there was not one line that was said where I was like, "I believe her, yo." I don't know why. Nothing. But I do. <laughs> She is a gorgeous woman that she can't act, bro. She just cannot act. And her she can't even do like good face acting. She's got one face she makes the entire time. It's they that face like, did I just shart? That's it's it. that look. She looks, always looks at she like, did I? I think I just sharted. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Okay. Be, and uh, yeah, dude. Be, and before we leave, because I got to get out of here, start working. Yeah, yeah. You ain't got to work, huh? No, I got to work. Must be nice. I got to work. Well, you got to work too. What do you mean? You got to work, work, you gotta work late. You work later. So do you. No, so I got to work now. I got to leave it too. It's 1.30. Yeah, I haven't eaten breakfast. Oh, you poor guy. You're going to die? You gonna, you, yes, I've seen yes. you not eat for like 48 hours. You're going to fucking complain about you haven't eaten breakfast yet? That's your fault, Hudson. Oh, here's the thing. Okay. Kinnaman, Goodell, who's the better actor? Kinnaman. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> because That's amazing. You liked she one did. of her movies. You haven't liked a Kinnaman movie. I liked the movie, but it wasn't like it was all because of Gal Gadot. You're talking about Wonder Woman, the first yes. Wonder Woman. I liked that movie, but yes. that was the I liked the writing, I liked the cast, I liked the the arc of the story. I liked all of that. Joel Kinnaman is just I it's and he acts like put that him. motherfucker in the best Star Wars movie and I'm still going to be like fuck, but Kinnaman was in it. You, know you didn't I mean? do that with Wonder Woman. You were just like, it was good all the way around. Well, you know what it is? I think that honestly, because I, I didn't watch any of the Fast and Furious movies or anything. So that was literally my first experience with Gal Gadot. I don't remember. And I was just like, that. wow, you know, she's she's a beautiful woman and everything. And yeah, I mean, I noticed that it wasn't great acting. But then, you know, BVS comes out. Justice League comes out. The new Justice League comes out. And uh, of course, the, Woman. let's talk about Wonder Woman 84. Dude, listen. And it's she's just not good, man. I mean, I again, I wish her nothing but success in this world. I've got nothing against her. She's just doing her job and making people happy. And just because she doesn't do it for Dan Ramirez doesn't mean she's not doing it for all these little girls out there that want to look up to her and stuff. And that I totally respect. Totally. And, but yeah. I, I just, I just stop. Uh, um, so you've heard she's just not first. a good actress, bro. Kenneman is a good actor when compared to someone else. Yeah, it's not, again, dude. I don't think that Kenneman's a bad actor. That's the thing. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. Like I said, I think it's a frequency thing. He's doing, he's carrying the movie. You know, he was RoboCop. Okay, not a great movie, but not a great example. But I mean, you know, he was in Suicide Okay, again, Suicide Squad, not a great movie. What uh, movie was he in? I don't know. But then we started getting into like For All Mankind, which I know certain people just love the shit out of this movie. They love it. Or excuse me, the series. Dude, I tried. Dude. I tried watching two episodes. Not a, not a and I couldn't I couldn't get through more it. It's like, just it's more like snore all mankind. Snore <laughs> <laughs> Snore all the time. That's what that shit's That's called. That's what we're gonna call it from yeah, now. Not on. for all mankind. We should try all the time. We should try to make it through, Dan. And review the whole show. I will do it if you do it. I'm done. 
but Go there ahead. has to be a point where <laughs> there has to because I mean I know I am a dude. I'm an infamous like tap out when it comes to we kidding. can't tap out. There is no tapping out. We have to finish the show no matter what. No matter and you're what. not going to cheat. You're and not you got to give a date. And say that on this day we're talking about it. Oh, I have a better idea. What's that? What if week to week we review one episode? Done. Perfect. You want to do that? Let's so if we start. We can easier. start this week. For next week, Done. we're going to start reviewing season one of, of For All, All Mankind. Man. Okay, wait. remind me because I don't want to. Like, this is something that we're putting out there, and I, I think some people would be interested in this. No, so we'll let's do not that. fuck Every this up. We have to do week. this. Every no matter week. what we review, no we always what. have to watch one episode. Yes. Okay, fair yes. enough. I like that idea. So, right. and that sounds like we already have a show brewing for next week, Done right? Deal. Perfect. So, ladies and gentlemen, in closing, I want to tell you right now, thank you very much for listening to episode 150. I'm sorry that we had a mishap last week. I uh, won't say why, but we shit got fucked up and we weren't able to put a show out to you. But this week we did, right? You're listening to it. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm telling the truth. And then again, uh, we're recording this on Friday the 19th. On Sunday the, Sunday the 21st, we are going to do a Patreon exclusive episode where we review the Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then I would say probably three days later, right around there, Wednesday. Let's say Wednesday. I'll go ahead and put that out for the rest of y'all. And if it works out, everything goes proper, we're going to be doing video episodes for Patreon. You guys will get the audio. If you want the video, hey, you know where to find it. And then, I don't know, Steve, I was also thinking, I know this is like brainstorming on the show, but I'm thinking that we might do the video versions of this show, put those out on Patreon just as a little bony. Done little deal. Bonus. Done deal. Are bony, we, now, are we going live for the Patreon of Justice League? No. Okay. No. Nope. This is just going to be, uh, it's just for the patrons. There's a, a thank you to the patrons. You get you get this first. Got and it. on top of that, we have to do our committal this week, or this month rather. I think we still owe them one more, if I'm not mistaken. We had it down pat. We and then have it down. We'll figure it out. We'll, figure, we'll talk about it later. We will figure it out. Sorry, yeah, we're talking right. on the show. But you know what? That's because we love the show so much. We love you guys so much. So I'm going to go ahead and let Steve do his thing. I'll be right back. Go ahead, Steve. People, I love you so very much. We had a great time. Talked about Dan saving a freaking life, his hate for Joe Kinnaman, and then switched it up to his love for Joe Kinnaman in comparison to Gal Gannot. Oh, snap. I just made up Gal another Gannott. one. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, Gal Gannot. Gal Gannot. I love you guys. Peace out. <laughs> and I love you too. I can't let him get all the love. You know what I'm saying? Thank you guys for listening. We will be back. Excuse me. We will be back before you know it. And uh, other than that, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Ladies and gentlemen, be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace. Peace.